This episode is brought to you by the College of Hip Hop. The College of Hip Hop is an app, and I'll tell you one thing. If you want to learn about publishing, all different contracts, we want to learn about... Listen, listen, have you seen they had an interview with Wendy Day, that interview with uh, um, um, from the Clips Malice? You know, they, they have like a bunch of stuff over there that really gives you like a tutorial about... That's right. Yeah. You know, Get some templates. Yeah. Get your most asked questions answered. Everything you need is right here at this app. It's like a one-stop shop for everybody that dropped out but still wants to get their hip-hop going. Listen, listen, some people say they went to the College of Hard Knocks. Why don't you go to the College of Hip-Hop? That's right. And get that app today. Download that app. Tell them Premium Pete Show sent you. Now let's get to the show. Cheer. Ow. Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Liss or no, it's the Premium Pete Show. Internet, you know Miss Liss is coming every week with these original bars. For her mixtape called Shit Must Be Easy Volume 1. And, you know, she's hitting us with the bars. She did covers for a long time, but for the last couple of episodes, she did original bars, and they've been they've been fire. And, you know, we got a spectator here, you know, Mr. Cuban Link. He's going to listen and see what he thinks of them. Yes. Listen, I what you like got? I feel like I'm on American Idol now, Puerto Rican this Idol. Is, this, is, this is a, a Cuban, <laughs> Cuban guy talent, Cuban. you know what I mean? What Cuban you got? Yeah. Um, what you got for us? Let me... Now all these sushi bitches try to keep the beef low, man. But I pull it out the hoe like Saddam Hussein. If you knew me in the past, then you may say I changed. But you can't get the money and the swag stay the same. I do this for my family. All we got is us now in New York like a giant when I touch down. Uh. You saw me struggling. I'm looking tough now. Single status not trying to get cuffed down. In VIP, all these bottles get popped. Niggas fucking with the team Cause the team get guap And we always camera ready Cause the scenes don't stop Got a joint that's 23 Bitches want him He want me Look at me I'm a boss Like my name was Oprah If a bitch talking shit I'ma have to choke her My life moving fast Like a roller coaster Shout out to all my boys Bitches thought I told ya Yo 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 yeah. Yo let me tell you something That may have been The best original bars I heard you spit yeah. When you said that giant That giant <laughs> shit With the touchdown What you think Cuba Come on I, yeah, I just I threw that, that in Just now well, first of all, let's give a proper introduction, like man. That. Let's give a proper introduction. First of all, shout out to uh, Liza Rios and and and, and the whole uh, family star Word. and everybody, That's Chris right. and the rest of the kids. Um, you know, we had Liza on, and I was like, "Yo, I would love to sit down with Cuban Link." Uh, more importantly, not only just how much I love Pun and how much I I just love what he did and his style and his lyricism, but more importantly, I just love Terror Squad, man. I just you know being a uh, uh, back in the day younger kid, you know, I just really love. Like, to me, Terror Squad, and I, we'll go into it, but Terror Squad could have been the Spanish Wu-Tang yeah. if shit was yeah. done right. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, just I always... My, anyway, listen, we'll or go like to the fucking... the first young it. money. Well, yeah, but we'll, we'll go into it. But well, we still put the, the dent in No, there. y'all definitely it's did some the, major things. The, it was just some... It never some, really got yeah, out the right Yeah, because of the way. trials and tribulations yeah. and things that people don't know about, yeah. we'll but get always wonder. We'll get to it, but Cuban League, welcome to the Premium Peace Show, Thank man. You. Thank you for having me. Welcome, man. Listen, listen, you got Miss Lister's bars. What are you thinking about? I think they she I think she Gracias, Papacito. Yeah, she got that. <laughs> she got that charisma too. Is there such thing as a papacito? Yeah. What, what papacito, is cito? papacito. What, what does cito mean afterwards? It's like little. Is there a difference between it's, I it's poppy? A I, I thought it was cuter. 
Like this poppy, and then this poppy is Cito Al. Like he a little, little more suave like with it. It's like a little, little poppy. Yo, yeah. I love, I love when Angie Martinez <laughs> uh, had that track that said, uh, how you say my name in Spanish? Mi amor. Yeah, he said, he said, can I hit it raw? Yo, that, that, listen, Angie doesn't like to be... Um, Credited with a lot of that rap shit for some reason. Yeah. I feel like whenever you bring up her music, yeah. she tries to be like shy or seen. I like- was listening to to, to actually uh, today uh, an old uh, interview. I think Nas heard her feelings. Okay, okay. I think Nas, remember he went on a little rampage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was telling uh, New York rappers to step their game up, and he was he was mad at Hot ninety seven. He went in on, on on Angie hard, like pretty harsh. I think I think since that day, he's like uh, stop, like she stopped really. She probably was nervous already, and then, like, people kind of, like, not being so receptive probably made her feel some kind of way. And at that point, Nas was probably kind of taking shots at her because Angie kind of always rode that Jay-Z wave. So he probably was, like, throwing a little salt just to make her feel some kind of way. Well, no, yeah, I know it was behind the scene politics between Hot 97 and... Because that's what he was expressing. Exactly. He was expressing that, that like, as a whole conglomerate, they was going against him because they favored Jay-Z in the battle part. And uh, he just put her on blast. He was like, "Why is it this jockey doing? You know, yeah, writing hip hop, yeah, coming sure. into this field like yeah, that's you, you, you making it look bad for hip hop and stuff like that." So, you know, and and you know, I don't know if you're an MC, you got to stand up to the plate and be like, "Yo, listen, I do this because I love it." Sure, you know what I'm saying. I think she was doing it maybe with the intentions that it was just more of a business. Sure, I think yeah, I think she was more innovative. I think she had a ghostwriter back when ghostwriters yeah. wasn't ghostwriters. Yeah, yeah but what's she his was name? Uh, what was his name? Takario, uh, right? Shikari, yeah, but he, <laughs> he was that helping song, her. He that was song right. he had with her too was dope. dope. Yo, I yeah. love that shit. Well, I'll be honest with you too. You, when you think about this shit, you think about Angie Martinez, mm-hmm. and this is something even more for you, Spanish hip hop. Particularly, and, right. and like people stuck together at that time more than ever. Well, it was yeah. the wave at the time. Remember when Pun came through? He he opened that. That was a tsunami yeah, that yeah, he did. Yeah, you know that's when actually the Ricky Martin's of the world was yep, getting Grammys. Yep, yep. So all of that was coming in a wave. You know what I'm saying? Jennifer Lopez, was, yep. and right. then Pun, you know, on the hip hop side mm-hmm. of things, and and um, yeah, and we came through with it. So it was a lot of Spanish. Uh, Terror you know, Squad. That song was just how many sprinkled on hip hop at Cuban the time. Link. Yeah, so you know it was a big uh, Spanish uh, movement at the time. But but also listen, I'm Italian, right? But I've been I grew up like in, in Coney Island in Brooklyn, you know, uh, till like I was 15. So I seen that different melting pot culture. Right. You know what I mean? So I grew up kind of different. But more importantly, you know, I know what it is for family and to stick together and come over and eat and do that. Yeah. Yo, listen, my first wife was Spanish, man, and uh, I'm very aware of like the family, man. Wait, I really felt that in hip hop. I like, meaning like Spanish people like stuck together. Like when when they got into that music business of hip hop, particularly that was, there, was a, that's was a, definitely the, the the one of the morals that I came up believing. Yeah. Until the business is just the business. business just just it, 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 it divides and conquers every color. Every right. the green wins. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you know that's that's definitely when it's uh. I mean when you're in the home front. That's definitely how we brought up. But I think everybody, every family's really brought up like that. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've always thought that um, Spanish people, even out of, out of hip-hop, just in general. They stick together. Yeah, they do. Um, they yeah. really, really do. I mean, look at, look at forget about, we'll get into uh, Joe and everything, but forget about, Joe always had a, a close-knit relationship with Angie. You know, it's like they, it's, I feel like. Not really. Okay, okay, so maybe, see, Not maybe really, somebody yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah. Really? No. Me and Angie really started with the friendship. Okay. Um. Joe had a business relationship with her, whether, you know what I'm saying, as far as like Hot 97, he had relationships with all the guys there, all the people, all the DJs. But uh, like me and Angie used to really hang out together on mm-hmm. some personal cool out. Mm-hmm. That's my friend, mm-hmm. you know, 
playing, you know, coming to my crib, you know, visiting my my son and my wife at the time. So it was it was that was kind of close there between me and her. And through that relationship, she really came in through the Terror Squad, where it was more personal, oh, okay, not just business. You know, hanging out with us now in the clubs, really getting to know getting everybody. to know everybody, right? Yeah. So so I was like, I could say I was like the gateway. Between her and the terror squad, see, actually, see people don't even see that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then they will never tell it either because exactly. I'm the black sheep of yeah. everything that right. ever happened. So, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying it out of wanting to get props and everything. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, you probably could ask her behind the mic, sure. and she probably tell you the same thing. If she don't, then she's lying to herself. But now, did you cook for her? Did you make her a Cuban? <laughs> no, no. At that time, we was just going out, going crazy. Yo, you're wh- from Cuba, right? Yeah, I'm really born. Cuba. Actually, actually, the crazy thing is what, what I found out is you were born in Cuba, yeah. right? And you came here when you were five years old on what, like the um, a boat? A boat. Yo, that's some real life Scarface shit. Yeah, that was the actual footage in the beginning of the movie. Like those people that was coming from Cuba, that was like really you, my movie. Do you remember any of that shit? Yeah, vividly. Like, could you t- take us through how that happened? Like, your parents, like mom and dad, brought you. How did this happen? Like, did they want to move out of Cuba? Nah, nah. It was just uh, the opportunity came along where you know Jimmy Carter at the time gave uh, the Cubans the the free will. They any Cuban that feel oppressed by Fidel's and his laws uh, could come over. So. Uh, Thousands of boats that sailed from Miami. You know, people from Miami that had relatives in Cuba, they came to help out the movement. But they also had set ships coming to pick up people. Right. You know, it was over 150,000 people that, you know, that uh, came uh, to to America at the time. But what Fidel did, he, he opened up all the jails. So from all the jails, like, you know, he, put, he snuck in all the criminals and the mentally retarded, crazy criminal killers among the side of the innocent that wanted freedom with their families. So, uh, you know, I was I was one of those. You know, my father was actually locked up, but not at the time. Yo, your father got locked up for, like, killing a cow or something like that? Uh, First time, yeah, killing a cow. That's, 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 that's taboo. Or selling pants, I was here. And selling pants in the corner. Who, but is this, is this like a Fidel Castro law? That's a Cuban law. You know what's crazy? That's like over here, uh, you know, like the bootleggers... They okay, catch you okay. in Cuba doing that. You, right. you know, you're doing some Chinatown, time. Chinatown shit. Yeah, yeah, they catch so, you. They got that, that, that Bowie baton instead of Louis Vuitton. Right, They got right. the SpongeBob Jordans. They got all of yeah, that. Yeah, they got all But you know what? That's what? forever, too. You know Canal Street had that forever. <laughs> forever. Yo, um, mad people, I feel like, outside of Cuba, and you tell me, because, like, love Fidel Castro, but it seems like the Cubans don't didn't really fuck with the well, or care for him. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to respect him for mm-hmm. what he has done in a global standpoint, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, I mean, like, I compare that to, like, even a Joe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I compare him to that, you know, to the level of what he did for, what Joe did for hip-hop as far as, like, you have to respect it. Right. You know, he he, he came having along. The, having the, the, uh, the, the, the mindset, you mean, like, to, to, to put together, you're talking about, well, fine pun or put together terrorist. Right. Like, right. What like, mean? like yeah. what he did, as far as, like, you know, being the Latino that really, you know, stood up for hip hop and brought great music to the table. Sure, uh, you know, a long history. It's something like Fidel, like you know, when he's you know he he helped out the Africans in Angola when they had the wars. You know, he did a lot of respectful things. To this day, he'll come to Harlem. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, he died already, but to this day, he was coming to Harlem. You know, so with Mr. You know Far- Farrakhan. Right. So he he had his alliances, and a lot of people respected him. Powerful alliances that he had. So. Through that avenue, you have to respect of what he done for the actual game and for and like for Fidel for what he did. As far as like Cuba, didn't take nobody's help. You know, he 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 dealt with the only people he dealt with to 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 have Cuba survive through all these years after mm-hmm. America put the embargo on him. You know, what I'm saying he still was a survivor. 
So he's the underdog, according to the world, that right. stood up against the big machine, which was America, and he survived. And he, he had an iron stick. He ruled with an iron stick. But now if you live inside his house, you know, you have no freedom of speech. You can't never talk bad about him. You can't conspire to, 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 to believe in another religion except the religion he, he poses for you. So, you know, it's that. Is that oppression that you got to, you know, you have to, yeah, you sure. have to all, you have to believe in that revolution. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you getting forced to do shit that you don't probably want to do. So it's that love and hate relationship. Um, You know, to me, at the end of the day, I came from that. I was too little to really know. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, uh, but through family uh, stories that I, you know, I heard through my family, you know, he's a piece of shit. So your pops got out of jail and then you just went to New York? Nah, no, no, yo. When we got out there, yeah, he, they opened the doors from the Cubans. You know, he went. Mom to, and dad came. Yeah, you? of course. Yeah, okay. he, you know, he came from when they opened the gate, the the, the jails. Mm -hmm. He was part of in. The, he was in there at that time. Then he came out. He, you know, that was already in the news where we we could have went to America. He came to get us. There's no second thoughts. But, we out. We going to the Maria Harbor in Cuba, and we jumping in whatever boat is open. And and you went to like a, a concentration camp or something? Or just That's afterwards. The beginning, we had to walk the plank. You already know the two yeah. military niggas in the side with the yeah. fire burning in, in the barrels. They take Fuck. all your belongings from Cuba. They throw all that shit you in You can't bring nothing? Nothing. No memorabilia. Damn, no now ladies, nothing? Yeah, I know now ladies over okay, there. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> but um, yeah, nothing, nothing. No, no, no Cuban, nothing. You know, no flag, no, mm -hmm. no, no, no memories of Cuba because you was considered a traitor. Sure, you leaving, but it's like you can never step foot here again. Right, that's how they treated you because, you know, you're not down for the revolution. Apparently, to them, to the government. So now, when we come in, ninety miles, which what, maybe like hour forty five, two hours mm -hmm. from uh, Mario Harbor in Cuba to uh, the Keys, Florida Keys, where we we landed, then we. We got to get processed. So that's what happened. When we get processed, now you got 100,000 people, 150,000 people, like 50,000 criminals, 100 regular people with families bunched up together. You know, they, they have to hold you there until they process you. So what they did in, in, in 95 uh, North, on, uh, over in Miami, mm -hmm. under the highway, they built a concentration camp where they put all of us. And, uh, you know, they give us shelter, food, you know, like our army base, basically mm -hmm. army base bunked up, you know, with everybody. And uh, you stay there until they debrief you, mm. you know, they they check you out, which most of them you couldn't check out because they didn't have paperwork. You couldn't bring nothing over here. Right. That's that's what they did when it was burning your shit. Yeah. As soon as you walked yeah. in a plant, yeah. Yeah. they couldn't really, yeah. you know. You, that's crazy when like you think the, about it. The, the army didn't know who you really was. So they could the criminals lied all day to get out. You know that. So then, the, and there's some people, you know, we told the truth, but at the end of the day, you have to be stuck in there with the crazy dudes in there. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's like being locked up in a jail, like sure, that, sure. that uh, definitely, concentration definitely. camp. Now, what did uh, mom and dad do when they got here? Uh, we, we got out uh, after like a month and a half inside that concentration camp. My aunt uh, signed us out. You had to have family member. To, you get out quicker. Somebody, somebody. We had an aunt in, in Miami. She got us out. We stood there six months. Uh... Pops was crazy a little bit too. You know he had to hustle. He's not crazy, yeah, but sure, sure. you know how to make money. You know, regardless. You want to make real money? Money makes five grand. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, we we survived. Then after that, we you know it was getting too crazy over there. Remember, if you know, if you ever seen the cocaine cowboys, you've yep. seen how crazy the streets was in uh, Miami at that time. So you know, he, my father was you know family man. My mom's they was looking out for us. Really, the best interest for us. We moved to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico spent three years there. Three years and a half there. Went to school there, uh, first first grade and all of that. 
my father started working in construction, building bodegas and stuff like that. So, you know, he earned his key. You know, he nice. was always good with construction. So yeah. that's what his thing was. Construction. Well, that's good. That's good. Now, is Pops and Mom still around? Well, my Pops just passed away uh, sorry, five sorry. years ago. Sorry to hear that. You know, uh, long battle with diabetes and all of that. Yeah. So, you know. You know, he's sixty seven, so what, what he did lived. Pops even though you know you had an up and down Mom's Mom Duke's still strong. Okay, okay. But bless. My, my mom's eighty seven. Listen, Latin woman Latin woman lived for a long time, man. So you already know. My mom's you know Now does she, she make a good Cuban? My mom's the best cook in the world. Okay, okay. What's La, La Reina La Stufa. I said that in Hey Mama. <laughs> you already know that. Forget about it. Now yeah. now uh you know it's funny because like you had an up and down and I say a sideways career, but most importantly I always think that that you were definitely underrated. Definitely, definitely underappreciated. Definitely underrated. We'll get to that. But yeah. what did, did what, you, what did pops think? What, you, you definitely experienced some success, oh, you know, yeah, uh, that my, he had to see. Actually, my pops was locked up <laughs> when I first got my deal. Oh, okay. So he had to do four years out here. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. When but he, was he happy that you? I know, know that he, he loved it. But you see, my family is more of they don't like scenery, like scenes and shit. Right. You know, because they always on a low, like my mom's, my sister, my father, they, they was always on a low shit. But they was very proud of me because they, they, they remember all the, you know, all that gibberish I was really Knucklehead putting shit. them through. No, no, I'm really like, like you know, uh, uh, all, all the hip-hop shit that they didn't understand when I was growing up, you know, when I was 15 and I started yeah. really loving the hip-hop, the, the, the whole culture. And the graffiti and the breakdancing yeah, and all that sure. shit. They, they didn't understand. Yeah. They didn't understand that type of yeah. shit. They was just like, they have to do so felito, que es eso? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and you know, I went through a, you, you want to be black shit. I went through all that. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, speak yeah. Spanish. Right. You know, they don't believe in none of that shit. Right. Yeah. So I really yeah, I installed it. I really installed it in their head by just me being in love with hip hop and bringing it mm -hmm. to the to the house. See, that's great that. Uh, but they let me rock though. It's not like they they punished me because I did not. Yeah. They let me rock. It was just that they complained. They questioned to, it. Yeah. They complained all the way through it. You but know, uh, you know what's great about that? That you know, and and I feel like I went through the same thing too. You know, where people would question, and I've spoke about it before, where they say, "Well, you want to be black?" Now, so I just like I remember. I never forget when I. Uh, I was such a big Daddy Kane fan. I went to my barber, and I was like, yo, can I get three cuts in the eyebrow? He's like, what do you want to be, black? <laughs> I said, nah, I want to be like Kane. Yeah. You know, like that's that's just what I wanted to do. I had those know? three stripes, too. Yeah. <laughs> but they, but, but it's, you know what's awesome? That you were able to show them something. Uh, you know, like, they were probably like, what well, the fuck is know. this? Remember, they're immigrants. First yeah. of all, they're not really, even if you you know, you old, they're old already, so it's not yeah. like you could teach a dog a new trick. Right. You know what I'm saying? Only life could do that for them so it was that it was like the Spanish heritage is what they know you know what I'm saying yeah. everything else is like school yeah. go to school if you're not a doctor a lawyer things like that you're not doing that then yeah, you're, exactly. doing, and, you're doing something else and right. back then our parents I think like they look for us to like get a job and just working like an office and for the rest of your life going to social security and then you die you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, that's they, they plan. whatever have kids you, you know what I mean but more importantly let's even start to get to you're in the Bronx right. you know I believe it was 15 years old. This is when like you 15. even started to... Like, you loved hip-hop, you loved graffiti, you loved this. How did you meet Punt and even start to become... And Triple Safe? And yeah, Triple Triple was the actually the first the first dude that I... That I was doing rap already, little, little... Okay, around little, the neighborhood? classroom shit. Okay. I, I lived in a whole different place as, as Triple at the time. I claimed 167 in Prospect and Union, but before that, you know what I'm saying, from... Uh, from 9 to 15, I was living in Sheridan Avenue. Mm. So those are the years where I really, you know, I didn't know English. 
but still, I was having out, hanging out with black friends. You know, my my mm-hmm. black friend is the one really taught me English. You know, mm-hmm. same my man Carl Brown mm-hmm. to this day. Um, so uh, me going to school, just listening to hip, you know, to hip hop at the time, I just fell in love with it. You know, what I'm saying uh, spiky shit. You know, the wristbands and all that. That's mm-hmm. when it was yeah, the style yeah, yeah. and all that. The break dancing, <laughs> the white the, ones, the, the black ones, the weather, the weather yeah, with the spikes, yeah, yeah, all a little that. grungy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So at that time, so you imagine, you you view you, you, you view my age, you you know what yeah. era that was. So that's when I learned and I picked it up. You know, Mr. Magic, Marley Mall, and all that. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying the radio, and Mr. Magic. You know, rocking that with Red Alert, and I was, you know, be up to twelve in the in the, in the night recording. You know, in the tape deck, sure, sure, the sure, show, sure. Right. and memorizing the Run DMC lyrics, and you know, LL Cool J, and and Da Ha Da Ha. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like that's what really inspired me to love the hip hop, the music, mm. to the next level. Uh, and that's when I started writing, you know, lyrics instead of writing my class notes in school. <laughs> so, yeah, fifth, sixth grade. But remember, I came here when I was in second grade. Yeah. So in fifth, sixth grade is when I really started like doing that and having it as a hobby. Then I moved mm. to uh, one six seven over there, and that's when like Sace, he you know Triple Sace, like he was really like advanced. He was older than me, but like he is, he was a rapper. Like, sure, sure, sure. He had all the makings of a rapper. Like he was already in the group. He was making beats on the, you know I didn't, I didn't even know how to do beats. I just know how to write. Right. So he was already banging on a, on a on the doors and we starting ciphers and stuff like that when I was too shy I was just listening just like I told you I would listen to you I ain't gonna gonna join you right now but yeah that's how it was like I I knew how to do it but they they was more advanced than me I was doing like little school shit you know what I'm saying in their classroom things but uh, yeah, there was more advanced, so that motivated me to get the shyness out, get the self, you know, the confidence up. So after a while, I joined them and I started doing my thing. And then you know, say from being from the ranch, like one block away from me, you know, um, and, and you also got to know that you know I was also a ball player, you know, only little okay, Spanish okay. nigga really dunking over there. <laughs> so you know, I'm only five eight, and I was Michael Jordanian. I was for has real and, like that's why it's funny me and pun was like the ones known for like that air goya thing because it was like we had hops <laughs> yeah we had hops that like, shit is forever funny though because yeah. it's like you know when you look at that that logo that they made you yeah, know with the little belly with, yeah, yeah. join sound with the belly <laughs> yeah but he was really that like he was so he was good at basketball he was fun. great at basketball really we was all good great. shot was like five spanish kids and you know we was all nice you know we had to be you know what yeah, what I'm saying? We, yeah. we had the michael jordans all day right in the block. we had niggas yeah. dunking backwards and we like oh shit i want to be like them yeah so you know we we that's what we did that's what I did. So so triple says you, you, he introduced me. Yeah, he came one day to my my house to a rock up there. We knew each other like that. He woke me up nine in the morning. Dude, they, they two dudes there. Him and this dude with a Carhartt suit talking about come down to him, come down. I'm like yo, my nigga, you just woke me up. What you doing? Ah, I'll be back there. I'll be down. You know, we used to play ball all day in the sure. morning. Go to the after school program thing and and really play ball. But, uh, yeah, he had Pun with him this time. And I knew Pun from the basketball court. Like I said, we knew each other from, mm-hmm. from just playing He was ball. athletic at the time, right? He wasn't Very athletic, big, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So he was like 180, one, mm-hmm. 185. Mm-hmm. Right. But he was still playing ball, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, he came one day. That's, that was the end of, that was the beginning, actually, of, of our friendship. Like, you know, that day, instead of going to school, I went to his house. We played the Nintendo the shit with the twister mat on the floor. He had okay. me doing all that shit in his house. And yes, <laughs> us as, as, as young, I was younger than them. So 
he just loved those things like games you know he was already a family man at the time he he just had Amanda yes. you know star yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just uh, Liza and him in his house and he was the only one out of the, the like us that had his own apartment already and right. was getting that cheddar so you know and then you know he invited us to the crib and I, I spent the whole week in his house now was he um Early on, did he have a lot of guns in the house at that time? Always had guns. Yo, you know, we'll bounce back and forth, and I don't want to go out of order, but uh, we had Prodigy on. Prodigy's a homie to the show. And he was talking about how one time he went by uh, Pun's house, and uh, I guess he left his gun in the car, and um, <laughs> Pun was like, yo, um, yo, Prodigy, man, you got your gun on you? And then he's like, nah, nah, man, I left I left it in the car. And he pointed, he said it was like 20 dudes. I don't know if you were in the room. Um, if you remember that time, but he said, "Yo, yo yeah, I remember yo, when they came." Yo, came. yo, he said, "Whatever, just say, yo, Steve, show him your gun." And he, sh- he put out his gun. Yo, like just show him your yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, show him your gun. Show him your gun. He said, "Next thing you know, there was like twenty Spanish Jews with guns pointed at him. Not that they were gonna do anything." He's like, "Yo, next time, don't ever slip up. Make sure you always carry your shit on you, prodigy." Yeah, but he wanted to let him know that we got <laughs> you. The drop yeah. on we you. got you, but we you we got you because we love you, yeah. but. You know, you're lucky we love you. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? You you're know, lucky. Exactly. Yo. But he definitely, I, that was fun all day. Yeah, it that was. was, that, was yeah. that was him. You know, we had Liza on, and Liza's a, a, a homie to the show. You know, it's funny because we love Pun, and we love what he contributed to hip-hop, and we love what, you know, you guys did as, you know, creating all this stuff with Terror Squad, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, we didn't realize of how much, uh, you know, Pun had a lot of demons. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, the situations with him and Liza and all that other stuff. Oh, yeah. did, you, did you realize that from a young age of hanging out yeah. with him? Yeah. I knew that. But there was only That's so much you I could tell never, him, right? That's why I can never say nothing to Liza in that, because I know the pain she went through. So right. I can't be fake just because we got a camera on us, dog. I can't do it just because I got a mic. Yeah. You know, I can't just try to protect like some other dudes would try to do. Like, oh, you know, and it's hard because it's like that's my brother. But I know that I always consider her my sister. But then again, that's my brother first. Yeah. So it's like that was a a real like neutral zone for me that I hated being in a neutral zone because at the end of the day, I know where lies is coming from. With it might sound off like hate to most of the world. Like when she did a, uh, you know, still not a player, the yeah. documentary. Yeah. What she it looks like she was bashing pun, you know, and all of that, and putting them out there like that. That's you know here, but I knew that was her therapy. It's therapeutic, yeah. I knew it was her, like, and I knew that's why I could never say anything where it's like, "Yo, what you doing that to him?" And she had every right to. Are you guys still in contact? Of course, that's my sister. Do you feel like she was done wrong by Fat Joe? Because he, ha- they both have their own accounts, but he feels like he gave her like her just due. But do you feel like he did? Um. If we didn't know him and we didn't start things together, yeah, I would think that uh, he did what any businessman would do. The right thing. That's not the right thing. He did what the no, business. No, but you would think that a businessman would do the right thing. You know? No, businessman's no. going to have their best interest. Right, mm-hmm. right. If we didn't start together. Okay, okay, And if okay. we didn't put this whole thing together. Right. And especially pun wasn't. Did you ever one. see Pun write for? Of course, we, we all wrote for Joe. Well, that's a that's, a that's whole, yeah, that's a whole different thing because it's like we now at that situation, that time we was really doing the, time, the, the 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 crew, right? You know, like like the real think tank where we sit around and we think of the hottest shit, and right. if it's your turn to go and do an album, then we will do this for you. But you don't get no production credits for that. That's the bad thing about everything. Because even- that's that's the shit that I know he he, he used us where the love. That that you know that that love is blind. Word. Sure, sure, sure. That, that's when that became a thing because at the end of the day, 
you know, we don't get paid for that. Right. It's kind of like the same thing. That like I haven't man. never got a, 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 a like I was in the Joe Don Carter Jr. album in the front cover. I did like three, four songs in that album. Uh, the Terror Squad album, you know, I'm, I'm practically in every song there. But I never got a check from them niggas. I never in my life got but a check what, from them. What about that. Pun? He's not any on... Even there, yeah. even even the first year baby. I but, mean, the year baby, even Capital Punishment, I'm a part of that. I never got no but check But what that. kept you pushing forward then if you wasn't being compensated? The unity, man. That Spanish shit y'all kept right, talking. Yeah, but it's royal. <laughs> it's royal. That, that sofrito's that, like that, a sunken place. You see that shit y'all was talking? That, that, oh, Spanish, they stick together. Yeah. yeah no, that's do, what I had do. to learn right there. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? It's funny you say that because loyalty, and, 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 and I want to say this, don't, you know, even though you're older now, don't right. ever stop being loyal. But you'd be yeah. smarter because I'm going to tell you why. The, 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 the people that are loyal like you are cut from a different court. They don't exist anymore. People... You know, I even feel like, I, I don't want to bounce all over the place, but I even feel like personal as someone who watched the growth. I feel like you're such a loyal dude that you took a back seat to even see pun flourish. Of course. You know, meaning like you knew like, yo, this dude, like I may be good, but he's really good right now and I'm a do whatever I could do to support him. But, but that's how we started. I now, know, but not everybody's like life, that, man. I, no, I, understandable, understandable. But see, where we came from, like me and Pun relationship was a whole different thing than, than me and Joe. Even though me and Joe got closer one time, and, and that's when the blindfolds over my eyes really yeah, came. Yeah, sure. Because it, that's when I started really like having love for him like that. Like, damn, man, this dude, you know, he put my brother on, man. He put me on. You know, he means good for us. Like, before, it was a little wall there because I seen... I seen, you know, the dude that tried to split up a group that really came in together. But then I understood. I understood. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. kind of had that, that magic. All right, go first. No problem. I, like, we never had a problem. Like, we the ones who told Pun. Pun was the one like, nah, 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 I'm not leaving the group. You know what I'm saying? We had to tell Pun, sure. my nigga, just do it. And then we come after you. Don't worry. You're not going to forget about us. We, you're my brother, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You're my nigga. It doesn't matter. You, exactly. you shine. You open the door for us. So we knew about, you know, we knew about that. And we, and we also knew, like I always knew that Pun was the one with the magic. Sure. He had it. He was not, you know, me, I always had, a, like I told you from the get-go, I was kind of shy. I didn't know how to build myself confidence through, through that. But still, that, that little, you know, you can't be like that. You have to... You know, Pun was that flamboyant, get a sure, fabulous sure. nigga, didn't give a funny. fuck, funny, you know, uh, could command the stage, could, could grab attention. He had all of those qualities, so it was logical that he was the one. But he didn't even see, you know, uh, as time goes, and, you know, we'll, we'll go around and, you know, different situations we'll talk about, but he didn't, do you remember a point in time where he saw what Joe was doing? Like, meaning like, yeah, yeah. and did he ever tell you that? Of did course, you? yeah, uh, yeah, baby. Before he passed away, I mean, we had a conversation where, see, see, him and Joe had a had a fifty fifty agreement. Mm. So you know, so basically, it's a street agreement where it's like. So it wasn't it, on paper. It was on paper, but oh. it was fifty percent. Right. Like we didn't know better. You know, what I'm saying managers get twenty percent. The best man, it's Chris right. Lighty, right. will get twenty percent. You know, what I'm saying lawyers will probably get you know, right, but it, it, you know, whatever it is. But they had a fifty fifty. You know, what I'm saying he had no problem with that. Fuck it, shake it on it. He was getting fifty percent of everything Pun ever did. That's crazy. You gotta understand that. So paid when when I say he Pun paid his dues and then some, mm -hmm. is that what I'm telling you? It's not that you know I hear him on an interview talking about Pun was rich. Yeah, yeah. If Pun was rich. You was richer. Yeah, yeah. Right. You understand? <laughs> so don't ever let that get to your head that you know he was treat, Pun was getting treated fairly. He was getting treated fairly to the situations we came out of. 
Well, well, keep in mind, and 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 uh, which we appreciate it. Remember, right. I'm not downplaying that because if you know, we both come from the hood, and we say we partners fifty fifty, we fifty fifty. But then later on, you you having all that business power, and then you using that business power to get over on you. Right. Then we're not fifty fifty. Now you just taking advantage of shit. What yeah. did what did Pun say to you? It after he went double platinum with, with um capital punishment. He tried to now let's renegotiate, my nigga. Like I've been put through hell, yeah, through making to heaven. Deal. Let me get a better We got deal. all of us to heaven now. You know what I'm saying? We all rich. Right. I made you millions. I made Lyle Reckon millions. I made you millions. I made myself millions. You know, but now let's renegotiate, like every artist do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to be fifty. Let's let's drop it, my nigga. Let's drop it to twenty twenty five. Yeah, right. Joe had a problem with that. That's mm-hmm. how the greed becomes the greed, and that's when you start noticing what you was in this shit here for not because the love we had like we gave up okay now it was business between you and pun but he wanted that shit to be lower now. Sure, let's, sure. let's lower it down right you got a terror squad album deal did you make pun part of that did he make pun part of that terror squad if you no. did think that yeah very wrong no, but i heard i heard you say that and i don't know how much joe got but i heard that he got well, he a got couple t- million dollars ten million, and how much did million. he give you from that terror squad deal that's a whole different no, thing. No, no, no. I'm just saying, how much did he give you? Oh, no, he gave me 10 Gs. Okay, how much did you give a pun? 15. And Armageddon? 10 Gs. Triple Cess? 7,500. Prospect, 7,500. He Tony didn't Sunshine. even break a million. Tony Sunshine, nothing. Nothing for Tony Sunshine? Nothing. He was still paying his dues according to Joe at that time. Wow. He's, he he a, should be lucky. Yo, yo, honestly, he, got, he was wow. lucky that he was even in the album. Yo, That's honestly, how, Joe, is mo- Joe, Joe is moving like an old school gangster. Like, you got to wet his beak type style, you know? But you can wear that thing is big. No, buddy. I'm just saying. No, no. He, he, isn't that what it seems well, like? He, yeah, because Pun gassed him up when he named his fucking second album, I mean third album, Don Cartagena. Because Pun was the one who gassed him to be like, nah, be yourself, twin. You got to come on. You're a gangster, nigga. Fat Joe the gangster. You got to You a Don now. You graduated. Like he, I was there when he broke it down. To Pun be, made him Pun said that to Joe. Of course. That's mm-hmm. why he named his second album Don Cartagena, which Cartagena is his real last name. So he put the Don in front. I'm not no more gangster because the Don is... Bigger yeah, than sure, a gangster. Sure, sure. You understand? So Pun even directed him in his career of where to go to, yeah. to the next level. So so And he never got it sent for that. When he you smelled when he smelled something wrong. You know what I mean? When that's Pun what, smelled something wrong. Did he pull you to the side or did you have a conversation with just you and him where exactly, he's like Exactly. Said, what, what, that was that was the conversation. Me over over that, over lowering the percentage that he had to give Joe, which is no no longer fifty percent, to lower it to like, you know, a regular fee now, twenty percent, something like that. And, you know, when you go to do business with somebody and you do the business, the lawyers do the business, but then they go tell you what. So you know that Joe is not budging from his 50. So now, you know, pun comes to the personal side, which is like, yo, my nigga, you, you believe this nigga? Like this nigga still think, you know, it's time to renegotiate. This nigga don't want to renegotiate. He wants to keep niggas on, on that type of level. You know what I'm saying? And he, always, he told me, yo, twin, you got my back, right? Because I know it might get ugly. And I was like, nigga, no question. There's no question. Do you but, think Fat Joe was afraid of Big Pun being bigger than him? Well, that's something he got to probably look at the, his maker at the end of the day and and, and, and probably confess. He's never going to tell y'all that, but I believe so. I believe so. You know, I believe uh, through history, the archives of history, if you know Fat Joe and you've seen his career, you've seen that. You've seen it. What, that he you didn't know, want I to think be... He loved, uh, I think he loved Pun to a, not, not a non-business uh, relationship. I think he loved them. You know, I don't know how he can separate that when you could literally like shit on somebody in a business way, but then love them in a personal way. Right. 
you know, you pay for his funeral and shit. Called know. bipolar. So it's not called. It's called snake. <laughs> that's what it is. Now you can make that a uh, definition to the no, medical term. No, no, I'm term. just saying I'm that's just, not bipolar. I'm, you know? <laughs> that's just a fucking fresh faced snake ass nigga. Now you that's know why? Me. You know that's why too? You know why too? Because look, we're just speaking on facts of stuff right. that is out there. Even Liza, like I remember when Liza was here, she spoke about that she was fighting loud for an advance. I think on capital punishment that was supposedly just say like fifty thousand dollars, and just say something like I don't remember what it was. It was about fifty thousand dollars. And she uh, found out that, uh, you know, uh, she, I think like he gave pun, you know, uh, 10, 15,000 and he took the rest and some other money went somewhere else. Finds out that Joe really got 75,000 when they went to court. This came out years later. Who yeah. the fuck would ever know? She never went to court that she well, got, you remember shy, when she, she said that she got 75,000. So here, and the funny thing is I think he was going through some tax shit at the time. So pun gave him that money back. Imagine somebody giving you like yo, yo, we got a deal for uh, fifty thousand. Here's oh, your cut. You don't know what and he did some... to me then. You don't know what he did well, to me when I, I got my Atlantic deal. I got my Atlantic deal, right? I got my own solo artist deal with Atlantic. Now, Terror Squad deal is separate from mine's. My 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 overall deal was one point four million dollars, right? He's the middleman. I did I did my signing with him in the car, and I said you wouldn't. You know, I, I trusted. That's after he put pun on. It was my turn. I was in a little bit more. I got my, 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 he got me the Atlantic deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? So through my Atlantic deal, he got his Terror Squad deal. Through my first deal with Atlantic. Right. So now, he told me, yo, they, they're going to give you 1.4. I was like, hell yeah, man, let's do it. You crazy? <laughs> 1.4, you know what I'm saying? Dimelo, dimelo, dimelo. Uh, he's like, yeah, we doing something good. Uh, not to mention that before this deal, I did 80 shows in the street. Mm. At ten thousand a pop, I made eight hundred thousand on the street alone, and I was giving them twenty percent. Mm. Anyway, I got nothing. As, well as a manager, nothing. Yes, yeah, it was a manager because that was the thing. It was you know he's the manager, and then uh, Flex was the role manager. Okay. So I was giving thirty percent of my money already. So twenty to Joe, ten to Flex. Right. Now, that's without my deal. So I made already this man. I made that that that. Already got, he already did what he did with Pun, and he made money. My loyalty, I'm showing you through through money. I'm earning, I'm an earner. Sure, if you're talking sure, about sure. you're a mouse, you're a gangster, sure, sure. I'm an earner. Sure. Before I even got a deal from Atlantic, I made 800 on the street. And so you got like about, what, 150,000? You're a soldier, me? man. 150 from the street, for me. Me working, going to shows, working on my album, like a mule I was working, because I seen it. I got hyped up, of course. Pun hyped me up, he hyped me up. The whole team had me hyped up. 1.4 from Atlanta, get that deal. Uh, he tells me, yeah, yo, my nigga, you're going to get a $50,000 advance. I was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Let's do the $50,000 advance. No, 70, my bad, 70. Punk got 50,000 from mm -hmm. Loud Records. I got 70,000. Mm -hmm. Um, It's around that area. I don't know why. Yeah, 50 it's to okay. 70, something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, just just to, to put it uh, in perspective. Right? He buys me an NSX, a red NSX. Oh, the Acura? Yeah. Right? Now, I don't know nothing where this shit's coming from. I'm thinking I earn my shit. This nigga love me. <laughs> you know? You That's buy, coming out your money. Right, right. But you you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you bought me a red NSX. Hi. You know NSX is crazy. Sure, sure. I remember that. At that, that time, car. right? Yeah. Buy, oh, my gosh. It was spanking. You know, um, I got 50000 in my shit in my pocket with a check. From that 50000 I, I swore the pun. Because I knew, you know, I know him and Joe have that 50, 
50% thing between him and Joe. Mm-hmm. And I know he broke his back to even get me on because at times I didn't even run around. Pun made me run around just besides being, him being my best friend. So I told him, yo, whatever I ever do, nigga, you're getting 25% of it. I ain't doing a 50, you know, 50% like Joe, nigga. Yeah. But I'm definitely giving you 25 right. for everything I do. Yeah. I got my check, cracked it open, gave him 12. It was 50000 I gave him twelve. I gave him $12,500. That's how I know it was $50,000. That's 25%. I gave him, he was sleeping in his living room like this. And I knocked, nobody answered. I opened the door, this nigga sleeping in by his bedroom. Who pun? Pun, pun. So I just ended with, with the envelope. I said, he said, was this 20? He said, I sure I was thinking, shit, I, I love you. And I ran out the door. Bah. Then after that, I took 5000 and I, I gave Flex, which was our role manager, 5000 Because I promised him I'd give him 5000 if I ever get a deal. 5000 So what I'm left with, right? You do the math. Maybe like 27, you, you, right? You, you say twelve five. Yeah, twelve five and 5, so that's 17.5. 17, you left with uh, 32.5. All right, 32, five. I think. From, from that, I put a motherfucking down payment on my house, my house. That he's, and If you've seen that interview, you're talking about he bought me a house. That fucking liar said that. That's right. So now I, I put my down payment. I'm the first nigga. He's right. I was the first nigga in Terror Squad with a house because right. I did it. I went through Chase Bank and I got my own. The nigga, the, 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 the actual manager from, from Chase Bank hooked me up with a foreclosure in, in Jersey. Nice, nice. That I got. I did that on my own, right? So now all of this has already happened. Blah. So now I'm back at work. I'm getting money because I mean, I'm working for my money. I, that money was spent on, on, on supposed to be my future. You know, my house. I had a wife and a son at the time. So I was thinking that way. You know, at a young age. Now, when the problems start happening, he had a partner named Greg. Greg, uh, something. Right. I forgot his name. That was his partner. In the terror squad deal, they fucking fell apart. They went sour, and then through him is how much I knew he had. And that's when you see this interview that he just did, talking about I gave Cuban five hundred thousand dollars. That's why you let a liar speak. Uh, you, you keep letting the liar speak, he's gonna tell you the you, truth. You talking right. about the interview he did with Fax? Right, that one. He said I, I gave Cuban five hundred thousand. Okay. And bought so him what a house. Did he give you? Give you fifty thousand exactly, and you he, bought so that the house with that fifty thousand exactly. So what he meant really, because a liar always comes out his shell, is that he got five hundred thousand dollars for me, right? And he pocketed it. <laughs> he pocketed it four hundred and fifty of my thousand dollars. Yeah, and then he gave me a gift out of my own money. How nice of him! Beautiful guy. Then <laughs> he buys a NSX, which was a hoopty. Which is, I appreciate it at the time, but later on, if you knew what I'm talking about, it's yeah. like, he had a, that shit had a clutch problem. Yeah, yeah, that would never yeah, be fixed. Yeah. It was a screw under the clutch. I paid nine Gs just to fix that shit three times in six months. So that shit was problems. I didn't know it was a fucking hoopty like that. He bought it from his man for $22,000, the NSX. Not a used car. So he couldn't even buy me a new one. <laughs> he had a motherfucking... He had a, he, you know, his, his man was going through trial. He needed to uh, 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 give get rid of his shit, so he bought it from his man. I don't want to get a man's name up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. None, of, none of my business at the time. But he bought it from a man for $22,000. So he, he bought it from that. So he gave me, you could say 75, 77, well, yeah, 77000 right? Something mm-hmm. like that's $72,000 from my own money. So mm-hmm. he kept 430000 from me. That's crazy. You understand? The trickery? 
now, of this business. Didn't you? Didn't you? Well, <laughs> take your soul. Yeah. Now, didn't you? Uh, yeah, but it's worse when you start something with somebody and you feel his family. For them to turn like that, they was probably always like that. But we didn't get to see that right. until later. And it's like, damn, we gave you the trust from the innocence of our, our morals. You know what I'm saying? The innocence, you know, you could go through battles and you learn through the scars that, you know, you got to toughen up and, and never trust people again certain ways. But, you know, but it, you had this pure thing. Of niggas that was so loyal but to greed, you, so bro. real greed, to you. Greed gets to people, man. That's what I'm saying. But, say. do you, do you, but you have to have that already in you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which we didn't, we didn't really recognize it because we felt so much family like that Spanish loyalty you talked about. That's what we felt, man. And then, you know, like I said, his us putting him in charge in a position to be the mediator between money and us. That was our downfall. Yeah. How come your lawyers couldn't like help out with that? Well, what, you got a lawyer one time, right? We had our own fucking lawyer. We had lawyers. That's how loyal and stupid I was, really. Right. I had Carlos Pimentel, mm -hmm. if you ever heard of him. He was a loud uh, lawyer. Mm -hmm. So I met him when Pun got his deal through loud. I met Carlos, and he was always a guy that was firsthand. Thing. He, he, he was an inspiring lawyer. He was coming up. So he was really doing, and he was doing the groundwork for Pun in a lot of ways. So I decided to put Carlos as my lawyer because I seen that in him. I seen that hard grind, the work that he was going to do. Right. So I got him. But that was a mistake because Carlos now is involved in the whole terror squad circle. He's like a mole. Right. But he wasn't a mole. It was just that he could be controlled through fear. Later on, I learned that. You know what I'm saying? And he could be controlled because he was around us all the time. So he seen what was going on. He seen all the activities. So... He didn't want to really cause no friction. And the lawyer, when right. they see something, they're supposed to cause friction. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like if you're getting done wrong, they're supposed to be the ones to stick up for you. Right. And it's hard for him to really, you know, I didn't know that. Like, I was trying to be loyal to the team. So I got caught up in that situation, me, by myself. Other other, other, other artists had different lawyers. You know, Pun had his own lawyer. Was but, there like a, an immediate shift in the dynamic between you and Fat Joe after Pun passed away, or was that like something that was gradual? It was uh, really our, our relationship deterred because of his business practices. Like I, I took like it was like how much can I take? You know, I seen this dude block. Like when I was, at, I already had my deal, and I was, you know, already had flowers for the dead, and and, and still telling lies out in the radio. You know, I seen him. I seen people, and uh. In, in the industry, like, ask for me. Be like, yo, I want Cuban to do the song for me. And they will be like, yo, I'll give him, you know, deals that I put together. And, right. And I'll go back and be like, yo, my nigga, listen, Flex, you tell Joe, you know, it's already set. Just, them niggas gonna give me 25 Gs to do a song and a fucking movie soundtrack. You know, for uh, any any given Sunday, actually. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to do a, a song in there. Really? Next thing you know, I give them everything on the silver platter to just close the deal because I respect the business part of it. I'm not the business guy. I just put things together, if anything. Hand it off to the business dudes to close the deal. I made right. it easy for you. I'm supposed to get a fucking award for that. Because now you're getting 20%. I'm getting 10. I mean, the flex is getting 10. And you did we all, all the get work. money. <laughs> yeah, 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 so it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm feeding, all, you know, I'm, I'm taking a horse to the water. Next thing you know, this nigga Joe flips my whole business thing around. Now he's getting 75000 He said, oh, we're not going to do it with just you. We're going to do it with the terror squad, 75000 Don't worry, Q. I'll give you five Gs, you know. So now you, you, you just fucked up my $25,000 deal. You put everybody involved, which is something I was already used to anyway because Cuban Link was hot since off the books. Yeah. So remember, the Terror Squad album came later. So 
I'm giving you deals to make me money, make y'all us money. Now you made a seventy-five thousand dollar deal. You're giving me five G's. You're giving I'm again probably three G's, prospect two G's. You know, Pun wasn't even involved in that deal. So you're trying to keep fifty-five G's and split up twenty-five. But you never, but you never like you know. I I know you said yes, but you never like stepped up. And of said, course what the fuck I is, did. And, and that, what that did was, you say? Oh, you, you are you, you oh you, you going dolo? You a greedy nigga telling me that? That's that's what the, the response and it was just a him by himself that he got flex involved. So now I got like three motherfuckers be like, yo, you can't be greedy. You know, this is about the team. <laughs> so this is what I had to deal with. You can't fuck up this system. Basically, what... you can't be me. Mm. And I was never trying to be him because I, I split my. I was I, the the reason he was extra mad at me is because the whole camp was happy with me. Mm. His whole team, right? The niggas that was TS niggas was they loved me because we, we was you? we was breaking bread. What about Macho? Macho loved me. Yeah. Macho loved me, but he was more of a yes man. Yeah. You know, since I didn't want his love. Because yeah. I know Macho since he was in Jew Man. Yeah. yeah. Selling sneakers. Yeah. And he was always a cool guy. Shout out to Jew Man, man. That's yeah, classic. Of course, you know. You're going back. So I know his father. I knew his whole family. Like, we come from the same cloth like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? We used to go shop in his store, you know? Yeah. So Macho and me had a long relationship, but it was always love. It was about friendship and not too close. But, you know, when he came into the Terror Squad, because Joe didn't want to have him in the beginning. See, that's something I didn't even know either. That's, we could stay here for days. Man. <laughs> what happened? See, Mach came in in a situation. Now, for people who don't know, Macho, Macho is, yeah. is, is, was, is, the, the, was a Terror Squad the sweat, manager? The, the sweat dryer on Joe, remember? You ever seen him in videos? He was wiping Joe's. Right. No, he was more than that. He was water man- boy. Wasn't he his manager or something? <laughs> it like? was baloney smoker, man. That's what he was. You heard what he said his, <laughs> yeah. job, his okay. job was. Yeah, okay. but, 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 you know, it was what it was. That was his job, but then he he climbed up a little bit. Okay, okay. You know, I'm disappointed in Macho. That's why I speak of him like that because that's the truth what I'm telling you, but it's more to him than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, Macho was in a real snakeish situation uh, with Joe. You know, so he's, not I should, a, he's, I, not, he's not around them no more. We didn't see. I don't know if he is. I mean, he what probably he got what, lost. In, what was the situation? In his ass. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what was this? What was the situation? The, the situation was that pun pass, right? Okay. Now, uh, um, Tony Sunshine and. Uh, and Remy was signed to Foundation Records. Okay. And after Pun Pass, you know, Liza became the the one who controlled that. So now, what Joe did was start a company called Mach Entertainment. Mm. That, and that was coerced by Joe to Macho between both of them. Right. Right. So he started something called Mach. You see Mach start wearing this little Mach Entertainment chain. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, you got your own label? You know what I'm saying? We're like, we didn't know at the time what the fuck they was inspired. I, I sure. know what it's, it's What's going on? Yeah. So now, this nigga, he started his shit, whatever, a little label. Anybody could start a label. But he started a label. That always seemed peculiar to me. Um, Liza wasn't on top of her business. Like, she should have because she had a lot of things going on. You sure. know what I'm saying? Which was understandable at the time, but at the end of the day, business is business. Sure, you know, sure. uh, Remy and Tony Sunshine was looking... For the shot too, you sure. know what I'm saying that was under this record label. So that's when you started seeing Joe going to Remy and Tony on a, on a low. I seen these, I witnessed these conversations, and you know there was kind of iffy about their career because now it was like they signed with Pun, not Liza. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so I seen the manipulation that Joe did of bringing taking because now it's gonna look crazy if it's really looked. And the big spectrum is saying, yo, this nigga's snake is 
trying to take money because mm. I, I see it now. It's like you took money, yeah, out of Pun's family's mouth. Mm. You know, because you didn't want to work with Liza or whatever personal problems you had. So what you did, you you, you did what every agent, disgusting agent would do, go to each athlete and whisper something in your ear, yo, I could do this for you, I could do this for you. They're going to believe you because you're in front. You're right. the, sure. you're the front you're shining. So he snatched them like that, signed them to Mach Entertainment, and then, I guess, did a deal with Liza. With that, that's the, you know, he, I think he gave, I don't know how much he gave, actually. I don't know the number. I don't want to record it. For, for, you know, he said, yo, listen, you're not going to do nothing with with uh, Tony and, and Rem, you know, I'll buy them all for you. Depending like their trade, like their sneakers. Or right. Which is the only business. Yeah, no, I get that. But the way you went about it, too. right, yeah. you lowballed them. Why would you, like, do that to a nigga that made you? Yeah. Like, you, why would His you have family. to use those tactics for that? Like, you know what I'm saying? If it was family like that. Yeah. Especially at this moment. Because he, he was blaming that he was, oh, Fat Joe was lost. He was getting drunk every day at Jimmy's. If you see that once again, if you go back to that interview, he'll tell you he was lost. He didn't know what to do. But you knew enough, and you know enough right there that you was going to steal your brother's fucking uh, bread and butter sure. from his wife after he passes. You knew that much, right? So come on. You know what I'm you, saying? You, you, know, you, know what's, you know what's sad, too? I think like a lot of the, you know, be, being that social media is so big now. You know, they hear all these stories from you. You've been around. You yeah. spoke on a couple of different places. Yeah. And some people will look at you the as The difference like, is my story never changed. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> some people will look at you, unfortunately, this is how social media- And I'm the fucking hater. As a hater. I'm the right? hater. Be, and, I and, believe. And, 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 and you know what? And, and, and from getting to know Liza and knowing her story and how passionate she tells, she's speaking the same type of language. Right. But the problem is, and I realize this, even being from like a neighborhood kid and being like in a couple of situations myself, not music business, just regular street shit. The person who's shining, the person who's got money, the person who was in front line, people believe them. Yeah. You know why? Because they're fucking... They're fans of their music, which is understandable. Well, no, not only fans, just because they're not looking at what Cuban Link is doing right now. You're they're right. seeing Joe all the way up, everything's moving... Let me tell you something, man. Somebody who 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 who's built their name up, looking smell good, looking good out there, and you know for the for the for the people to see, yeah, they'll believe them more than they'll believe you. And you know what their first word will be to you? Well, he he ain't relevant no more. That's what they'll probably try to say to you. Of course, they try to dismiss what you're saying. Of but course. but you know what? Why but, the fuck would you be sitting here time and years <laughs> after years right. talking about what happened? And if I could have did, and and let's just get this clear too, also. Like, when I got at Joe, like, through mixtapes and all of that. See, that's a situation that, again, I try to keep it as real as I could. We're going to go both our ways. I already got the cut in my face, right? We know what it is. You know, we we spoke one time. Did he apologize? Well, he he, he just took no blame for it. He said, yo, but, you know I didn't do that to you, right? But, I said, I said, no, I know you wouldn't do that to me. Wasn't it like a snowball effect though? Like he caused the commotion that caused the the fight. If you from the street, you know what happened. You know, right. if you know what happened, which basically is like, okay, you swung at me first. I was trying to stop a fight. You swung at the dude first. Then you turn around, you swing on me. I get up, I swing, and I'm beating you. And, I, and so, oh, when I'm beating you, when I punch you like three times in the face, somebody does that to me. Cool things Slice like that happen. Face. But this is how real it gets, though. Things like that happen. I know. It's cool. No problem. But now, after all of that happens, I know you didn't do it to me, twin. You know, you wouldn't do that to me. I know you wouldn't. All you got to do is just tell me who did it. Because I know you, you know everything. Because that's what you always give yourself credit for. You know it. 
You know, when they stole your car and, you know, they had it in Brooklyn, you found out where it was, you got it back. I know for a fact that you know who did it. Me and you got no problems. Just let me know who did it. I don't know who did it. Okay, cool. That's the first thing. I know where your brain is at now. My mind went militant after that. I already know how how these whole games is played. Oh, you can't find out for me either? And I gave you ample time to just find out. You my brother, right? Sure. You're supposed to be my nigga. Regardless, me and you can fight. Sure. But the next nigga step in, you know what we do, nigga. We beat them both up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what happened that day. You can't tell me. You can't give me a present, maybe. And uh, I don't know. Well, there were rumors. Show me a picture of the nigga that did that, and maybe he has a scar on his face, too. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. I thought you were real like that. You're a gangster. So I know what's happening now. Now I know what's happening. And you should know what's happening. Right. So uh, now I go, okay, cool. He offered to take me to Switzerland to get my, my to get a reconstruction surgery on my face for 17000 Really? Yeah. Are you still paying you from your money? Of course. If I would accept it. I told him to shove that shit up his ass. So I, I said, nah, I guess I'm the real... But why sco- Switzerland? Cheaper. No, the best the best doctor from Switzerland. Okay, That's I, what he said. I, yeah. He didn't want to send me to Switzerland. The best doctor. He already had the doctor, the fee, $17,500. That's what was going to charge me. I mean, uh, charge him. So... This is a letter he wrote. His lawyer from his lawyer. I got it. Once you sign on the dotted line, you can never, ever speak about the situation again. Gag, Gag order. Gag order, right? <laughs> so I told him to go, you know, suck balls. right? What I, if he would have gave you some money and the surgery? I didn't want no money. All I wanted you to do is just point me out to the nigga who did that. Well, like that's easy. That should justice. be easier than money. No, because then God forbid something happens to you, and at the that's, end of the day, that should have been kept indoors. That's why I thought it, sh- it was gangster shit. Yeah. We keep those things indoors, but it happened in a public place. Right. But those, the, the reason I'm telling you this is because gangster niggas do it like I just did it. All you gotta do is tell me. I would have never been talking about this if you would have told why me. Why did who he did swing it. on you? Because he swung on someone else, and then well, we already had we already had part of ways uh, businessly. We already had a. Discussion. This was, we skipped the discussion in the lawyer's yeah, just, office. Just so people skipped, know, just so people that. know, this was Angie Martinez' uh, um, listening party, right? Wasn't that or what was it? Oh, shit, I'm getting hot in here. What, what? what, what was it? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, her album release. Okay. Yes. So it, it was, um, and that was at the the legendary. Uh, what was that called? Um, Jimmy Bronx. Jimmy's. Jimmy. Jimmy's. Yeah. So that's so, a fucking conspiracy in that whole Jimmy shit too. Niggas got cameras of that. You think Joe got it to the nigga and stopped him from doing shit like that? There was rumors growing up that you had did something with his wife, and that's why this whole thing ensued. Oh, yeah, I banged her everywhere else. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. I could see you in, 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 that, in that time doing yeah. that. Fucked her in the mouth, everything. Yeah, that's what Cuban does. Yes. Come on, man. Fucking... I would have never did that. I never Yo, that's, that's one always thing I heard you rule, say. Man. I heard you say never. that you never... That you probably fucked someone's girlfriend, yeah. but never. No, you, first ne- it was Liza. I was banging Liza, oh, that's and, what then, they and then I banged his girl because they couldn't find, they, they couldn't snake because you know. Yeah, that's so not- I, I was that discovered because they have to justify now why I got cut in my face. Right. Yeah. So you guys justify. already had problems because you had split, and yeah. then when you ran into each other at Angie's listening party, was it just like an immediate like you just knew that it was a problem? I didn't know it was a problem. I was. Uh, Remember, we still have to see each other. Right. Do you're you know? in the business. And, and Angie's our, my friend at the time, I'm thinking. She's your friend. So I have no problem so. you being here. The whole terrorist squad was there. So at the end of the day, it was like, if it's real love, it could get, it could get resolved. Right. If it's not, then I guess we got to do what we do as men, you know? 
Yeah. And now me getting caught up by the blind side where, you know, somebody, he starts a fight with somebody over there, or they fight, and I'm trying to stop it. I'm somebody, trying to stop somebody, it. Somebody that it's was not like with I'm over you, here right? trying to, Somebody yeah, that yeah, was yeah. with you. I don't even want to say the okay, guy's no name. Problem. I already said that shit a thousand times. No problem. So it's just like, I have to fight my, my man because of that, because I said his name so many times, because yeah. he got like, oh, he put me in this shit. Yeah. You know, the truth, but it's still, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I understand that. But at the end of the day, it's just like. So Joe sees you, comes over. They don't see nothing. No, he, we I'm get on si- stage together. Okay. We start doing uh, me, and, uh, me, another artist, and then G. We did live at Jimmy's. Okay. Uh, you remember that little merengue joint? Yes, 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 yes. Right. So we did that one on stage, and then Joe was coming up, to, you know, to do a song with her. Also, um, he looked mad. Hang on, in front. I slapped him in the ass. What's up, kid? <laughs> like some baseball you know, I shit. Macho like this in the sidelines. Oh, okay. That with his eyes. He was scared. But I, right there, I already knew something was funny when I see Macho like that. You know, so um, so whatever. I just said, well, you know what? This nigga's just mad. Okay. Right. Then, you know, I'm chilling. Jimmy's still dancing, chilling, drinking. Next thing you know, my man comes to me and tells me, yo, this nigga Joe looking at me funny. But they already had their little thing, too. So I was like, my nigga, don't start nothing because I know yeah, niggas. Leave it alone, yeah. yeah. Leave it alone right now because I know, you know it's what I'm saying? Like, thing. Yeah, it, it, could, it, it could it just it could go different. Ugly. Yeah, it could could go, because right now, no feelings is not right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling him, leave it alone. Next thing you know, I look, I'm dancing over there with a chick, chilling, having a good time. Everybody from the terrorist squad already said, what's up to me, everybody. So I was just like chilling. I was just chilling, you know? And then next thing you know, I see these two niggas looking at each other eye to eye, like about to fight. So now I, mean, I immediately go over there and be like, yo, my niggas, chill. Stop that bullshit. Don't do this. Angie's party. Mad people in here. Leave it alone. Take care of that. I'm saying all that shit. Pop. Joe, you know, decides to swing on him. But just, just, just like that. Just like that. Boop. He goes, you know, over the railing. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, God damn. Wow. And I can't. I'm not snuffing Joe for that. I was really a one-on-one. But it, it's just something that happened. I'm, what do you think? I'm going to snuff Joe? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah, was yeah. not even in my mind. But now I'm looking over here. And then I, I look like this. And this nigga already coming with a punch for me. So he hit me too. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you can, can hit me too. I, get, I spring back up on my feet. I was like, you know. Um, you know, on, on the way up, already knowing my head is like, okay, kill, kill, kill. Right. Yeah. Jason, Jason. Straight for his jaw. Blah, blah, blah. Hit him with like three. He's doing the fucking walk backwards. And then the guards grab me. And he's like this. And they grab him. Now, when they grab him and they grab me, I'm still like this. I'm like, motherfucker. You know, my, 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 my aim is over here. So somebody in the back, you know, besides the fucking guards that was holding me, somebody in the back, I even heard the gem star. The, the, oh, was I even it a box cutter? It was, I, yeah, it was a box cutter. Orange joint? Yeah. I even heard that. To this day, I could. I, I remember going. <laughs> but my mind was so much in here that I didn't want to look yeah, back. Yeah, the adrenaline. Yeah, so next thing you know, I, I felt like this, but I'm thinking it's the guards like holding me back. and so I'm, I'm feeling this shit, but I'm like I'm still, still caught up with that. Then after that, then all of a sudden, the fucking Jimmy's bouncers started pushing me with their bodies like out the door. I'm like... Fuck y'all niggas is pushing me. So I'm starting beefing. Y'all niggas is pushing me out the door for motherfuckers. Like, I know these niggas. Yeah. So now they pushing me out the door to the back. I get out the back and I, I look down and I see, like, my shirt with blood. That's yeah. how I knew I was cut. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I look at myself, I ain't look at myself yet, but I'm like this. I say, I don't know when I'm checking myself, I'm getting comes. Mm. He said, yo, what happened to him? Like, I seen his face. like he saw a ghost. And I said, yo, niggas, niggas cut me? I got something in my face? He was like, yeah, nigga, caught you, man. 
and I looked at him. And my first intention was to like just rock him. Yeah. Like I, my, 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 I know my mind at that. Time, I felt it. Like just let me rock this nigga. Yeah. Right yeah, now, because yeah. you know, first is like Joe. I was sure, trying to fight with Joe. You, you Joe's man. You know, my mind went there. He was like, "Yo, my nigga, I just got here. I just got." He said that, and I was like, "It was like, don't worry about it, yeah, my nigga." And then when I'm when I did that, I took off my shirt. He went that way. I put my shirt on my face, and pulls up. You know, the cherry bends. And that was uh, Remy. Oh, okay, nice. So Remy comes in. It was like, yo, what the fuck? He said, come on, let me take you to the hospital. She's the one who took me to the hospital. That's crazy. Man, yeah. man, man. Once yeah. I actually, you know what? Let's uh, after that story, man. Let's take, let's take a quick so break. I gave you, yeah, that was. Let's uh, take a quick, listen, grab your Malta. You drink Malta? I love Malta, but okay. I'm on a diet right now. Uh, listen, I, grab, that shit got gra- too much grab sugar. your Malta. Grab your Peniel. <laughs> roll up an L. Break up a blunt backward. Like grab said, something to drink. Man. Grab a Cisco. Whatever it is. Internets, we'll be right back. Listen, Cuban Link's in the building. Real nigga shit. Chit chit. Internets, we told you before and we're going to tell you again. Download the College of Hip Hop app today. Right now. I'm telling you right now, it's an official app. It has a lot of information out there. And we told you, if you want to learn about stuff, here's the thing. Some of you may be out there and know about hip hop. We live hip hop. But here's the thing. If you can learn something new every day, then you're going to grow. That's right. So if they could teach you something, and I like what they're doing over there with the blog, they got a lot of interviews, they got contractual agreements, they got different type of stuff. So listen, go check out the app, download it today, let us know what you think, give us a shout, add us, let us know what you think. But listen, College of Hip Hop app, we fuck with them, we want you to fuck with them. That's right. Go download that app today. Now let's get back to the show. Ow. Cheer. Internet and we're back sitting here with Cuban Link, man. Ow. The the one and only Cuban Link. Now I don't think you said it before, but what is the best place in New York City or in the world in the USA that makes Cubans? You know, his house. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying if you had to go to a store. I don't really know of a. Uh, I don't even eat Cubans. Yeah, no, I, I go to Jersey. Yeah, in Jersey. Okay, okay Jersey got Bergen Line. Yeah. Okay. okay. Little is a little adjoining thing on uh, 16th Street, in Bergen Line in uh, Union City. Mm. Yeah, they okay. got the, they got the if you're out in Union City, check that out for a Cuban. Those are real Cubans, though, okay. over there. I fuck with the real Cubans. <laughs> yeah, the they, real they, Cubans, you know. I haven't met a, a non-Cuban that really makes a... Actually, Havana's in the Bronx okay. makes a cool one. Okay. But I like that original, you know, the original Cuban sandwich. They, they got a different bread. I think they got pita bread on it. Yeah. But it's nice. Nice little fusion Cuban spot in Havana's. There you go. Listen, Cubans. If so, you're looking for a Cuban, hit that up. But you know, I want to get back to. Um, first, of all, I want to get back to even the the part of me saying how unappreciated or underrated you were. Right. First of all, from what I remember and what the world I know remembers, lyr- lyrically you were nasty. You know. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about off the you know off the books. Yeah, like uh, how did that how did that come about? That I was playing with the pressure. That was him saying, "Yo, you got to come with me." And I was like, nah, man, because, you know, at the time, Joe was saying, yo, you don't bring these niggas all the time. Like, you don't have to bring them all Oh, you used to do some extras. Um, That's how he's trying to make it feel well, like? Well, yeah, yeah. Like, we was, remember, he didn't want us really to be, so, you know, like like a group at the time. But we still were like, we still part sure, homies, twins and shit. Mm-hmm. So, he you know, he'll take us everywhere. But, you know, it became, at that point, it came to a point like, you know, he was like sitting down with Pun and you tell him, yo, you don't got to bring these niggas everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm sending you to these places so you could do your thing. You know, not for everybody. To... So it was things like that. And I was already in the mood. I was like, my nigga, just do it. I know you got to walk a certain type of thin rope right now. You got to do it. And sure. when, you get, when you get there, then we, sure. we're there for you. You, you, know? you took the, the cut. You right, said right. You but Pun didn't care. Pun was like, come on, you coming. I don't give a fuck. So that was one of those moments that he brought me and Sage with him. 
because actually uh, he was getting ready in the morning. We got up early that day and we started like writing. He, he finished his rhyme. You know, we helped him a little bit with the rhyme, but you know, Pun was a monster himself. You know, sure. we would do the open think tank and things like that, but Pun would just say shit out and then gas has to be like this is the shit so he kept everything he really said so it made it look like we was really helping him but it was really him just having an audience to, to hear his lyrics so uh yeah he finished that up and then um we got to uh juju's crib he had a duplex in queens and corona at the time so him and les is there he had the studio in the duplex um and we was just there man he, he played us the beat he played us the off the books beat and Punt fell in love with it. We fell in love with it. We loved all them strange beats because we was horrorcore before sure, we started sure. really getting, and really, you know, we loved the grave diggers and all that shit. We loved the horrorcore shit, the real dark shit because that was the thing at the time. But um, they played us that beat and, you know, we said, this shit crazy. It was a fast tempo. We loved that. And, and Pun, you know, he finished up. He switched up at the end some some certain words. He had like maybe four bars he had to work with after we left his house. So he told me, your twin, right, 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 fat, like eight eight bars. And, and right after that, and just say with Punisher passing. He told me to come in, come in like that because his last word, if you heard toe to toe, if you heard uh, the me and Veronica join with him, we'll come off each other's words. Sure. You know, that's the thing we, we used to do back then. So he just come off with Punisher passing. And after that, just write eight, just write eight. And he told he told uh, Sace, um, just just write around, twin, write around. So what Sace had really had, 16 mm. right so uh like he just he just stuck us in there you know so he told juju and them he said yo they're gonna spit two right after me i want i want cube and i want a uh, lyrical la used to call me lyrical assassin so i want la really to come after you know what i'm saying me and then you know that's how we always do it we do it like that so he made it like a package shit. sure sure and what so, they say they was like cool with it it was like hey just you know because at the end of the day you know you're gonna say anything but it's their record and they have to present it to the company, and you know how that goes. So if it's something they don't like, they're going to erase it anyway, so might as well give them more content. So we did it. You know, he spit, pun spit. I spit right after him. The same rhymes you heard. Say spit right after me. And then, uh, uh, actually, they didn't have their vocals yet. Juju and Les didn't have their vocals yet, but they loved it. They loved it. And uh, we left out of there. Next thing you know... Uh, what was it? Maybe like a week later, we get Pun gets the call and and they, they told they told him we had to erase uh, Sace's verse because it was too long. Really? Yeah, because it was too long. The song was too long. You know what I'm saying? So uh, they they managed to keep me, and the reason they kept me is because I already came in with the Punisher passing right after Pun. Sure, sure. Right. That's it. That's it. Punisher. So I came in with it. So it flew like it was Pun's one verse. So it, it went so smoothly. Thank you. And it was nasty too. Uh, thanks, you know, man. you know. I heard the story, and you tell me if it's true. And I hate to keep on hopping on 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 Joe, and I'm not trying to. It's just I, we're speaking more. Yeah, than let's this. get it straight too, man. After all these years and all that, it's not about hate. Where I'm coming from, I'm coming from a truth side of things, and a real nigga side of things. So it might collide when I'm telling you a story, and my real feelings come out. But it's not really out, out to hate or or to 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 try to lie to make myself look bigger. It's not that I'm telling you straight sharp shoot is truth. So. You know, take it how you take it. But I'm just yeah, letting y'all know that. Most definitely. So you could bring him up. Like I said, man, it's like I know Joe did a lot of things for this, for, for the hip hop culture. You know, what I'm saying he's noticed as a, one of the one of the legends for mm -hmm. the Spanish community. Also, that you know, one of the Spanish rappers that really made it out there and became extra big. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. But yeah, of course. But 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 the reason why I say that for is because um, you know I heard a story and you tell me um, you know which what's um, you know if it's true. Yeah. But uh, when 
when Off the Books came out. Yeah. You and Pun uh, was like one of the first times I think you heard yourself on the radio. Wow. Um, we're going crazy. Like, yo, 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 hear us? You hear us? You hear yeah. us? And you turn to the right and you look at Fat Joe and he looked disgusted. Yeah. He looked at, um, he looked at like, um, that happened in Forest Avenue. Right across the street from Forest Projects in the bodega, showbiz, everybody was out there. It was uh, like we was chilling a regular day. We went back to the hood and we was chilling. And we all gathered up there. Showbiz had the white Mercedes drop convertible. He was actually playing it from there. He was listening to Hot 97 from that, uh, from his car. Uh, I think Law Finesse was there. Everybody, all DITC, most, you know, all of them, most, they were there. We was just kicking it in the corner out of nowhere. Flex just starts throwing bombs and shit and, and playing the off the books racket. And we was like, oh shit, they playing our song. So, you know what I'm saying? It was me and Paul just giving each other dab, like, oh shit, yo, we on radio, nigga, we on the radio. <laughs> so, you know, it was really our first time. And yeah, when I turned to the side, I seen Joe kind of disgusted. And, I, you know, I, I knew why, really. Like, my, my perception of that. How he, why he looked like that is because I wasn't signed to him yet. Right. So it was, it was like I'm using his avenues to get on, and I, and he's not eating. And he's not eating. I knew. I understood it later. In the beginning, it felt like yeah, this nigga's hating him. That's before I really got yeah. to really like him. It yeah. was a like I said, like when I signed my deal though that little year, like we became real close and stuff like that. So that I got that out of my mind and you know all the hatred shit that I know he did because I know he was protecting maybe his shit. Some niggas act like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Some people act like that. And I thought that would stop when really I signed to you. Mm-hmm. I showed you my loyalty, my brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went through all that. You've seen all that. You, you probably thought it different than me that I'm a user and I'm trying to get on through your strength just to, you know, be me. Sure, sure. But then after you I made signed your bones. with Yeah, I made my bones. Like, that's something I was proud of that maybe you could be proud of me. Sure. Right. And be like, yo, he's part of our team for real. Yeah, this nigga, could, this nigga could have left. He, I know he got offered other deals, and he never did. That didn't happen. So that didn't happen. So then, you know, that stood always in my head, like, yo, this nigga here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even, even I'll show, show you another situation. Even when I, when, when, when we had, uh, when Pun passed away and Flowers for the Dead came out, mm-hmm. and uh, Still Telling Lies came out, like, even that. He even, we had a conversation. He was like, nah, I'm not going to put you on and, and drop your album. You can live off Pun. Mm. Even through that, mm. it's like, are you serious? Damn. Like, you, you trying to say, if you put me on now, oh, my album's going to sell because I'm talking about my brother? And I made a song for my brother? Let me ask like, you he, didn't wanna, he, he wanted me to come out with, like, a, a song that just defines who I am, which is understandable it's, if, it's, if you put an encouragement in behind me. But don't tell me that. Don't tell me that, cause nigga, you're the first nigga. You're the nigga that had a million dollar bond with Steve Rifkin after my brother died, and y'all split a million dollars, cause he yeah. had life insurance on him. Yeah, damn. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Yeah. So I seen where the hate, that hate was real strong, and it kind of blinded me. Like I said, I was in the middle of like purgatory with him with that. Yeah. Because it's like, how can you hate a nigga that's in your team so much and a nigga getting you money? Yeah. Do you think he resented you because you and Pun were so close? It had to be something. It had to be that. It had to be, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? And I'm Cuban. Like, he's half Cuban and Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. So he should be proud. Like, half of his right. culture is making him proud. And then Pun being Puerto Rican, I, that, that completed the whole cycle. But right. you have the one of the illest Cuban rappers, and you got one of the illest 
Puerto Rican rappers. Yeah, yeah. We we completed just cipher. Listen, we can't we but, can't step you know, over flowers for the dead without. Well, let me tell you something. First crazy. of all, how the fuck did you make that? How many times did you break down making that? That's first of all. <laughs> My brother, I wrote that before Pump Pass. Really? That's what everything I love. I Why? changed eight bars because. I wanted to make a song in my album. See, I was I wanted to make my my album like Universal, that twenty four K. I wanted to hit every emotion, which is you know classic. And um, thank you. Um, I just made a song to salute the fallen soldiers. You know, it was a song like I always used to love Gangster Lean. <laughs> the song, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> Gangster Lean. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I used to, you know, I used to love the emotion behind that. So I'm just a nigga like, I, I get deep into my, I had, to sh I had to show the world how deep I could get, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to like real feelings and, and, and things like that. So I decided to make a song. It was called Flowers for the Dead. You know, I got the uh, the boy uh, Domingo. Um, yeah, first of all, that guy killed the hook. Yeah, and killed, I, I wrote it. I wrote told, it and I coached him Really? It. I, he's a salsa singer. Let me tell you something. That hook is so powerful. It's that, very powerful. That's still to this day. Very powerful. That still to this day, that song gives me chills. That's why I say because it embodies that that beat, it, that it young and restless beat, and yeah. the, and that fucking hook. It just it was a marriage, and it just it feels like it, it feels to this day like like the spirits is coming out. That bro, song. To, bro, one of the one, one of the one of the best uh, tributes to in hip hop, particularly for someone passing away. You know what's so funny? I screenshotted a couple of comments from uh, YouTube because there was so many dope and funny, funny, awesome, real, just real. But I, I got to read to some of these comments uh, uh, that they put on the um, Flowers for Dead. So uh, somebody wrote, back in the years 2000 to 2007, this was the national funeral song for Puerto Ricans in Philly. I could have did New a whole Jersey, funeral tour. New York. I swear, I could have did a, <laughs> a whole funeral tour. Like, like you know. It was crazy, like yeah. It, yeah. In every funeral you go to, that I've been through, yeah. that, and I've been through many. That is the main song playing in people's like inside nowadays. They do the wake and they put the little boombox there for some people. Right. I yeah. I seen that like they put flowers for the dead and I'm there like yeah. And I get kind of like choked you know, up. Well, not even choked up, kind of embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's like, embarrassing. I know it's not. It's not. But me being like, you know, what I'm saying like. I don't know. It's just, you know, that. I think it's dope that you could have a song that could connect with, especially like our urban generation and a different, you know, of clout of person, you know, like. Yeah, but my, like, my intentions to go there is not, like, I come from an era where there's no music. You're supposed mm. to don't even play music in your house for seven days. Right. Mm. That's that's where I come from. So when I go there, it's, it's, to, it's, it's to, to pay respects and to send off the body. You know what I'm saying? With our with our spirit world and and, and embody that that sadness and and try to find a way, of course, to make it, you know, to 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 to, to get us to move on again. You know, that's sure, how sure. deep right. that's to me. And and when I come from, so when I see it nowadays, I mean, funerals ain't the same. But I, you know, when I hear music and all that, it's not wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just me. I feel yeah. awkward. That's all. Yeah. It just makes me feel awkward because yeah. I don't come from that. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I get that, I get that. One second, I want to still go over some of these uh, YouTube comments on their um, Flowers for Dead. Um, <clears throat> like I was saying before, if Pun having died, Terror Squad would have taken over. They could have been like a Spanish Wu-Tang. Somebody else asks, why isn't this on Apple Music or Spotify? That song, Flowers for Dead. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, uh, first of all, I don't own the rights to that. Remember, okay. Atlantic Records is okay. the one who owns the rights to that to this day. You know, um... And those are songs that, you know, if I would do it, then, you know. Somebody they won't even let it go. They'll probably yeah. put a stop to it. Who knows? Somebody else wrote, uh, Fat Joe knew that either Cuban Link or Triple Sets were going to be bigger than him. That's why he let them go in the first place. 
Somebody else wrote, uh, this is one of, if not the greatest tribute in hip-hop history. It's right up there with Crossroads and I'll Be Missing You. Uh, Cuban also did two other great tributes. Oh, yeah. Hey Mama. Hey yeah. Mama. You know. Yeah. Hey Mama's deep to me. Liza kind of said when she was here that they felt like, you know, Pun knew that his time was coming or something was, like there was a shift. Did you feel that? Nah. I didn't feel that because I felt I seen the I seen the weakness in him, like I never seen before. Like we was playing ball one day and he fell and and he was like he didn't get up, you know. He was over like he was already heavy to the point where, because we used to play ball. He used to be like five hundred pounds, still fucking doing a finger roll and doing fucking like skinny <laughs> nigga moves. Right. He was still doing crazy shit. He fall down. He always fall down when he because he likes to pump the ball yeah, under, yeah, yeah. under the basket and go like this to the shit of spin from one corner. He goes in, so. You know when he when 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 he fell that time and he didn't get up, I had to get help him get up. He never used to ask for help. That's the only weakness I ever saw from my brother. You know what I'm saying, like like that. Did, did, did didn't you say that he had a hospital bed in the studio or something? Not like a that? hospital. Not a hospital. A, a bed. bed. A bed. A bed. It's only and, and, yeah, and 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 you checked him on that. You know. Yeah, I checked him in many things. Now, let me ask you. you did you ever check him about his weight? Yeah, of course, I did. I well, that's what he was saying because he had a bed. Why did he have a bed in the studio? Oh, because he wants to be. He wanted to be so comfortable he didn't want to go in the booth no more he put the mic right there he said just oh. like this he put the mic just like this just like I'm doing right now yeah and he'll spit his, vo- his vocals and and you checked him on that because you said it wasn't right I checked him on everything I was the annoying friend that didn't go along with nobody I was that nigga I yeah. was him but Poem was, t- was tough you know like you couldn't like tell him certain things right did he ever you feel, ever feel like he listened to you at all no he never listened to me as much as I argue with him he would do he would think he's always right and that was a problem. That was always a problem. Always, since I knew him, though. Yeah. I could be right, and then nigga will spin this shit to make himself look ne- right. And then he'll get niggas around me and be like, you see, he's wrong, right? And they'll be like, yep, he's wrong, you're right. Ne- ne- never coming And I'll be like, I'm a fucking, I can't help nothing. Never coming back around and saying, you know what, you were right on that. Yeah, he did that a couple of times with me. Okay. He did that. Now, did you feel he had too many yes people around him as he got uh, bigger? Of course he did. Fucking was he like um, Fat Joe where he thrived off of those kind of people being that you were the only one well Joe didn't like too many he he got his own yes men but it was different type of yes men right like you know Pun had the little groupie niggas you know what I'm saying like yes men Mm. you know Mm. like that's different what kept you from being becoming one of those people because I know him I was my brother I got no all your trickeries I know all the shit you gonna pull uh I, you know that I'm gonna tell you fuck you. It don't matter how much money you got, right? Because you know me, uh, and I want the best for you. Bottom line, I just want the best for you. So I'm not saying this just to argue like you are. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying this because I really disagree with you. I'm not saying it just to be making a scene. And that was your brother. So it was him. Just so I know, and and the internet's no listening. So from Terror Squad, it was when you look, even though it was Terror Squad was one family, it was still uh, there was clicks. So for yeah. instance, it was you Full pun, of clips, right? Full you of clips. pun. Armageddon. So who was who no, was no, the closest? No, no, no. Me, like, me Pun, Says, Tony no, Sunshine. No, meaning together. Meaning like meaning we like we all came together. Tony Sunshine came through. Me and Pun. Yeah, but did you were you brothers like that in the beginning? Yeah, okay. That was my little brother. Okay, I could say that back then. I was my little. He was the nigga always hanging with me. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Prospect, my, another of my little brothers. A nigga came from the block, well, same get, block. Armageddon came yeah, from Joe. Yeah, Armageddon and Keith Nutt always was with Joe before we even entered the picture. They so, have their own group, right? No, it was Terror Squad, but that was Joe's first Terror Squad. Yeah, okay. that, that, that it was, was Armageddon his... and Keith Nutt. 
So so looking back, and and I definitely want to hear your your. I'm I'm going to mention you know people from Terror Squad, okay. and just give me your thoughts on them. Okay, you know even you know what's what's up with Triple Says. Triple Says good brother, you know um, that's my dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying forever. I argue with his ass too because he does dumb shit too. But you know, um, I wouldn't argue with him if I didn't love him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. at the end of the day, he's uh, somebody that. I I owe me and Pun owe you know what I'm saying this rapping career really to because yeah. he motivated us yeah and he put us together to where we understood like hip hop we could make something out of out of his rhyming shit you know what I'm saying so he took it serious from the get so and he inspired he, he was there to push us to really get the best of us yeah so and, you know so he's always gonna be like that you know, nice. I'm always gonna look at him like that what about Prospect Prospect little dude that was around that um uh was from my block, you know, from, from, from the hood that, that he had that, that swag, you know, he had that swag. His cousin was always close with pun. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we wanted him because he had that flan He had that swag. He, and okay. he was nice with the, with the words and he was the young, he was a youth coming up mm -hmm. and pun named him prospect for that reason. Cause he was the upcoming prospect. Mm. So, and he lived on prospect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> damn. Yeah. That all that yeah. pun intended. Yeah. What about our Armageddon? Armageddon, um, Liked him, quiet dude, always stressed out in the corner by himself. Um, liked him lyrically, you know. Uh, um, still like him to this day, you know. He's just, he's just, he's just. It seemed like he kept it real with you too cool, in front of that. Uh, well, it's not you about know, keeping it real. No, no, I'm man. saying, but that <laughs> night too, would they slice you? Seemed like he kept it. From what you're telling me, I mean, I don't know. But well, I don't know. He probably was there just to look out <laughs> what I was going to do. So you don't know either. I can't that's go back. True, to that's true. That's true too. You know what? I, well, let me take that back. Yeah, take that back. Sh Shouts <laughs> to Armageddon. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Me and him had a little situation. We we understood each other. He knew how real I was on it when he seen that. And he understood it, but but he should under to me he should understood more, because remember when I told you that we heard remember that Joe had this partner named Greg. Yeah. He told when he said what he said to to me, Armageddon was there, so Armageddon knew how much Joe how, how much money Joe was getting from sure, that deal. Sure. So he knew that Joe was already doing the thievery shit back then. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was disappointed in Armageddon because he knew the same thing I knew. He never spoke up, and that was the problem I had with a lot of them, because I spoke up. Yeah. But you I think spoke they were up. Scared? Of course they were scared. I could tell you for a fact that they were so scared. What about uh, Remy Ma? Love Remy. Even after she came out and and, and just doing a thing with Joe and all that, got nothing but love for her. Mm. You know what I'm Do saying? you think she was wrong in um, shifting her loyalty from Pun to um, Joe? Nah, I think she just... She had no loyalty to nobody. She had loyalty to herself. She had, she had to find herself. Yeah, she had to find a home where they're going to promote her music right she had no really saying in that situation you know when when pun passed she thought that you know Liza couldn't handle the music side the way she probably wanted you know somebody to handle her music side so they made a choice that you know that uh I'm more, I was more really uh disappointed at Tony at that time because Tony really mm -hmm. came from us right well he's next so, you he's, know? he's next do you feel like um, Fat Joe is trying to hold Remy back, like the, how they always doing like duos. And do you feel like he's trying to control her career? No, I think he's trying to use her to the last bit of juice she has. Right. That's all. Like he uses everybody. Which he which, uses which everybody is a like business. That. Which is business. Which is more. business. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is business. Yeah. Tony Sunshine. 
Um, Tony Sunshine is a disappointment to me, you know, to me. Because like I said, we had a real relationship before all this, you know, rap shit, you know, and uh, before the business. And he came, you know, we we accepted him as a, the, the little brother that could sing. And we pushed him in front of Joe's face. Right. So Joe could accept him like we accepted him. And to hear him now in interviews talking about Joe's the one who put it on, things like that, that just bothers me because he's lying on, on history that everybody that was in that circle knows. Like, you know, if anything, you could... You could you could you could you could go back to history in twenty four K album. I put them in Still Telling Lies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I put them in Hey Mamas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I gave him the first burn on my first deal. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I put him front front row, so he could get his talent heard. Mm. You know, and um, I get I get if you see the internet now, you see see how he speaks about me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. you got, when's the last time you seen Tony? Uh, we were supposed to see. I, I got mad at Tony in a, uh, like two thousand and five. Cause he started talking about um, that I was trying to be like Fifty Cent. Cause remember I, when I was going at yep, Lee, yep. Joe and all, all of them really. When I, I I I said all fuck all of them really, and the reason I never got to tell you the reason. The reason I did that is because I tried to get a deal before I started dissing Joe. Mm-hmm. I started so I, I tried to get a deal out there. I went to the West Coast. That's how I really got. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying where it's like you know, this East Coast niggas don't want to fuck with me because I got problems with Joe. Let me go to the West Side. You know what I'm saying? And see what's going on over here. See, you know, find a home over here. So he, Joe already put, you know, his word out there. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if you know Steve Lobel. That's, uh, you know, Joe always had powerful dudes behind him. That's yeah. why niggas be like, Joe don't got that type of power. He always had Chris Lighty. Chris yeah. Lighty had that type of power. Yeah. He always had, you know, the Steve Rifkins. Yep, yep. He had that type of power. He always had the Steve Lobels. That was a manager for Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I know that. He had that type of power. So he put that block on me. I couldn't get a deal out there. That's when I went on vinyl talking shit about him. You a faggot. But wait, you he this, did. But wait, before you even like he blackballed that, you. So yeah, so what I'm going to do? Oh, I'm going to let you just blackball me behind the scenes where nobody knows. Matter of fact, nigga, now we're going to the mic. But didn't he do more of that? Didn't he stop, uh, um, like, Angie didn't stop playing your shit anymore? Something like that? Or, well, or Angie or... May fell out because she chose his side. Okay. She what? chose his side, which is business, I guess, in their mind. Payola? Nah, it was more loyalty to. What? Let me, Angie, she's not going to start no, you know what I'm saying, no beef or nothing. But me and her had a tight relationship where she could have called me. Right, she could have at least called me because we was friends and I thought we was friends and just kept it, you know what I'm saying, like friendship with me. Yeah. I don't want to use you for High 97. Like, you know me, I'm not a type of nigga like that. You could have just kept it, see how my kids was doing. You was in my house, goddammit. You know, you play with my son. But also, but also, um... Didn't like uh, in Miami, like Khaled or whatever. Them they didn't play you down there either. Oh yeah, Khaled. No, yeah, Khaled. Uh, they all vouched their loyalty to him. When, I mean, he, he forced people to choose sides. I didn't do that. Yeah. So once he did that, you know, it's like the business side explaining to you, yo, listen, he's gonna try to destroy our thing that we built forever. So if you give him a speech like that, I'm the enemy. Right. I'm the enemy because I'm out there now to destroy the nigga. That's trying to destroy me behind the scenes. Yeah. So now if you give a speech to everybody and all your business consultants about this, oh, this guy here is going to try to fuck this up. We're not going to be making money. You're not going to feed your, your family. You're not going to put your kid through private school because he's going to fuck our brand up. Right. Then, so, of course, you're going to so roll with that nigga. When you, when you were in Miami, you, did you get a chance to see DJ Khaled? Did you tell him, like, why you ain't no, playing I seen my him shit? A, I seen him in Puerto Rico, and I asked him that. I tried to ask him that. and uh, He told me, the Don... 
Wait, that was his answer? Yeah, the Don, the Don. So when he did the Don, the Don, I, I said, what? And he seen my face and he knew I was serious that I was going to really put my hands on him. He starts running around the car. Are you chasing Coward? Yeah, but I didn't want to chase him because I, I was looking like the bully because there were so many people out there. And I just approached him by myself and I was like, my nigga, listen, I'm coming to my, my new project. You know, I, I would appreciate if you showed some love. He said, I can't, my dude. He did that, I can't. When he did that, I can't. He reminded me of Joe. Because I know how Joe acts. So he did, I can't, my dude. That's the Don. And he wasn't Khaled Khaled like he's Khaled now. You know, he's coming up. And Khaled, to his defense, always been a grinder, always been a hard worker, and always had his own thing going on in Miami. So it was never like, that's why I approached him in that way, seeing if I could probably do some business with you. You know what I'm saying? Well, you wanted some money, I'll, you know, I'll pay you. I'll give you something. You know right. Saying? It's not like I hate you because I, I don't like Joe no more. Yeah. But he put himself in the middle of that by saying that. Like his loyalties to him, no matter how much money right. he has. So now if it's like that, then you're my enemy too. So you're going to get what you're, my enemy going to get. So basically, I wanted to keep it on the hush. But he started running his home out. Chill, Q, chill, Cupid. Like trying to give help. Yeah, people. and bring attention. Bring attention to himself so he won't get the you know the the, the three piece with the with the biscuit <laughs> on the side. Now, what? so so how did that end off? So you just there, chase him around. It was one dude stop? I respected. I'm not gonna say his name either. One dude that knows me and pulled me to the side. He said, "Q, my nigga, don't do that." You know you. Oh, look. he was there. The other no, who I got no some other dude that you probably you probably know, but somebody I respect behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? And I respected him. At the time when he told me, don't beat him up. Don't mm -hmm. beat him up. From T.A.? Gonna... He's from Terror Squad? No, no, no. Oh. You know, he's from Puffy Yo, side note, side note. Uh, you still have your Terror Squad chain? No, no. What happened? Pawned that, right? Somebody, I've been pawned that, but Did I got Jack it back. Get your money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pawned that now, shit, you know got what? it back. I do want to say pawned this. It, got it back. It was like that, you know. Even I always got it back. But then I was in my house, and I was actually in the movement of my house. And me bringing people to my house, somebody stole it out my drawer. Really? Yeah. Now, now... Let me tell you, even though you've been through a lot of bullshit. We're a lot of bullshit. How how did that feel getting that Terror Squad chain? Because that was a big thing back in the day. Pun brought me that. Yeah. It wasn't Joe who bought me that. Right. So I know Pun did it. He bought everybody Terror Squad chains. Not chains, the pendant. The big yeah, ten pendant. pendant. Yeah. Some was bigger than the others. He gave me the my, my shit was like that. Mm. So and it was inscribed in the back, said to my brother Cuban love. Mm. You know, so but it was like the album, the the the, the Terror Squad album already came out. You didn't get a piece of that, my brother. Mm. So that always bothered me that you repping this Terror Squad shit so right. hard, but you're not getting the business side to it. I never spoke to that about him because I know at the end of the day I was Terror Squad too. But to that man that really owned the rights to Terror Squad wasn't giving yeah. out Terror Squad yeah. chains. You know, you know. So that bothered me. You know what I'm saying? You know, but I still worry with pride at the time. You know? Yeah, you're, you listen. You're a loyal soldier. You know, as we start to wind this episode down, I definitely want to see if we could actually close this from Joe right now and move on to other things. <laughs> Joe do, is always no, doing, no. What I do want to say hip, is this, that's the problem. He it? was on Flex recently, right? Yeah, he talking was, a bunch of shit, a lot of shit. And uh, well, I don't want to say shit. He was talking what he believes. You he know? don't believe that. He but, really is lying to, you, to but, everybody to make himself look good. He really doesn't believe. Here's that. Here's my thing because I'm. Like, I think some people may look at it and say, like, and not only a hater can say you're a hater. See, if you believe something, when you believe something, you give detailed facts of what you believe. Yeah. And maybe I could understand how would you believe that, you know, since I've been telling the same story all these yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. When's the last time you've seen him? Last time I seen them was actually in, a, in the Vibe Awards. When was this? 
This was two, when 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 Dr. Dre got stabbed with a fork or something oh like God, that with Buck. That's like two thousand what two thousand four. So you haven't seen no two thousand five. I think you haven't seen him for what twelve years. Yeah, before that, like, before that, the, the 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 Miami incident. Remember that I did that. Okay. Oh, yeah. you wanna come to my hotel? Yeah, remember yeah, I did that. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. That was really for real. Like he came to my hotel. To, he tried to, to get set me poppin'? up. Well, try to get shit popping, and I, it was just three of us, and we got it popping with like ten terror squad niggas, me by myself, with two, two other dudes. You know what I'm saying? So he tried to set me up in in in, in Miami again. You know, he he called up the club. I was doing a, a actually a, a show in in, in Zeno's club, uh, uh, Ray Ben Zeno's uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, father's club out there. He called up over there talking about, yo, if you let Cuban perform, they're going to burn the club down. My God. So he tried yo, to fuck up. you a black ball to the fucking max, man. And niggas don't know this, but it's okay. We take this so like, ahead, no, so, but so it's just the bitch ways so, of you yeah, doing it. Like, yeah. you really going to call somebody and you know, like yell fire so you don't, so I, like, I won't eat, you know, eat and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, you do those bitch type moves, like, for real. That's what bothered me about it. You're supposed to be a gangster from the same block I'm from. Like, nigga, meet up. Like, head up. Let's so do it. Let's do gangster shit. So that Rapping bothered that me club. about him. Yeah, I could see. I could see why. So yeah, so I'm up four in the morning outside, chilling. Niggas give me the work because my man's went to the store. They came back. Yo, Joe was over there doing a huddle with niggas. So they come back and put me on. I said, "Where? He's over there." He said, "Yeah, nigga." They didn't. My man told me that. So now I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I stayed like maybe three minutes later after he tells me that, I see like six cars pop up in the middle of the wood, wood, wood um, wood Haven, whatever, Winter Haven Hotel. Okay, if I tell you that. And I'm outside, and I see it comes out through a Maybach or whatever at the time. Pulls up. I said, oh, you bitch-ass nigga. I was waiting for you. <laughs> so he got mad niggas outside already. I see niggas yeah. over there posting. I don't know if, they, you know, they had probably joints, but don't, yeah. don't give a fuck. At that time, I didn't give a fuck because I seen his face. Once again, my attention went to him. Sure. So now he, it's too many cars parked. So you have to go like that to go to the corner because the corner's here. The hotel front is here, you know, by the porch. So he's coming around, I said, get your ass over here, you bitch ass nigga, whatever. whatever. So he, he's walking on the side, he's, he's acting like he's coming. So uh, he goes, he goes, oh, but why you got that cup of Hennessy in the side? Why you got that cup of Hennessy? I said, I don't need this for you, bitch. And I, and I smashed it on the floor. When I smashed it on the floor, he's coming around, he's coming around. But before he's coming around, now I see three other baloney smoking terror squad niggas coming mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from the side, like. If I if I look too much over there, they're gonna try to you know say get me from the side. So who was that? That was Macho, mm -hmm. that was JB, mm -hmm. and that was uh, the rich player dude that they just added. You know, I, I guess he made his bones by by uh, trying to trick me to be in my camp, and then they accepted him because mm. he was every time I went to Florida, that nigga was on my dick trying mm -hmm. to get in my camp. Mm -hmm. You know, who's this? Rich player. Okay, yeah, some nigga that you know he's he's even talking in in, in, in fucking the BET shit now. So yeah, so he probably made his bones because he. Backstab me, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and I guess play the the legions to him. Anyway, they come to the side, and I'm over here talking to this nigga. I was like, "Come here, you bitch ass nigga. Let's go. Let's go. We gonna get it set. You know, get it popping." So when he gets to the thing, I had a a bodyguard at the time that was there. Rest in peace, my man Carlos. Out of nowhere, did not tell him to do nothing. He goes in the middle, stop it, y'all not gonna fight. <laughs> and he's my bodyguard. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, so that caught me by surprise. He in the middle, stop it, like like a fucking girl. Yeah. So that bothered me so much. God bless you, God bless you. Because <laughs> he passed away. He no, did, I know, man. I know what you're saying. But yeah. that was, I, that's something that, that bothered me so yeah, much. Yeah, that threw, threw you off. Yeah, so, so, 
He got in the middle and started like grabbing us both, going like in the middle. And Joe was just looking at me, and I'm looking at him. And I was like, "Yo, get the f don't give him your bag, you bitch ass nigga. Stop!" Like I, I, was, I was talking to him like that. And these niggas is here, and the other niggas is still coming. So I push him, and now we're about to square up. When we're about to square up, what happened? When we're about to square up, he goes, "I didn't cut your face." That's what he said. Mm -hmm. He said, I didn't cut you. I said, it don't matter, nigga. You know niggas who cut my face. We, we were about to square up. Niggas started, like, popping out of, like, out of nowhere. Like, niggas from the side. To this day, I swear to God, this might be funny, but I thought Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart was with them. Really? I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I thought I saw Kevin Hart Then He went like this to me. With a Chalk fuck. and dropper. That's pop, what happened. Pop, pop. Yeah, but I don't think he was. But it was, was in a lean back video. That's why I say that. But I seen a little short black dude. Did he get a shot in on you? No, he went like this to me. Some nigga went like that. That's what happened. Me ain't about to square up. Some nigga coming from the left hand and went like this to me with his fingers. Put the, okay, put the pistol in? With a, no pistols. Okay, okay, with fingers. a fucking fingers. I look. I go like this to this mother. You fucking stupid fuck. I pick up a chair and I threw the, the chair at the dude. Now I'm throwing the chair at the dude. Now everybody's like in commotion. Because now we start throwing chairs from the patio to all the terror squad niggas. But these are bamboo chairs. Mm. Right? So they're not breaking. <laughs> So they just throwing, we throwing it at them, we throwing it at them. So what happens, them motherfuckers pick up the same chairs and start throwing it back at us. So it's only like three, four of us. So I'm in the middle of the street, no joke, I swear, I wish somebody would record this. I wish somebody had the record to record this over there, but they didn't have fucking cell phones or cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of the street like Neo from the Matrix, going like this with my hands, <laughs> and all the chairs are hitting my fucking, my, my, right here, my, my, uh, my, forearms? My forearms. And, and I'm, they're like this. I'm like, you pussy motherfuckers. You're not even a real terror squad. You're, you're not even the real terror squad. You're the fake Miami terror squad. I swear. Now, what happened after that, I get the last chair and I break a leg off. Mm. My man GQ comes out. The Winter Haven, he was upstairs because I had people upstairs. They didn't know what was going on. He comes and he picks up the glass, the round glass from the patio things, and he launches it. Them niggas stop. Shh, that shit breaks all over the sidewalk. Shh, them niggas stop now. While I'm doing this, I'm I'm breaking a chair. I'm breaking the, 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 the leg from a chair. Now me and my man GQ chase Joe across the street by the beach. You know, they, if you've ever been to South Beach, it's a little thing and then the palm trees, mm -mm. but it's right there, that little, right behind the car. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, I got you now. So right when I'm about to fucking hit this nigga with this stick, the cops, I see him coming from, from Ocean Ave, like mad deep. Woo -woo. He goes, oh, now you think you're tough because the cops coming. Mm. So I was like, you a bitch ass nigga. I throw the, t I throw the stick underneath the car because they were already there. I throw the stick underneath the car and I go like this. All right, cool. Saved his ass, right? The captain, it's the captain from Miami Dade police, Cuban nigga. Niggas come and they press me. They put me against the car, and they said that I'm the one starting. When I'm, wow. this is my hotel, and they come over here. They got like fucking five cars lined up like this, and they don't. They only go to me. See, that's what I understood. I was like, these faggot ass niggas. It means you rolling with a cop that made you come over here and put the pressure on me. They wanted to lock me up. Mm. This one lady cop that was there and told me he tried to set you up, right? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Because to this day, you know how we do. We got to keep the... Sure, sure. I always kept the street code through all of that. Sure. Like when I got even cut in my face, I could have sued everybody in there. You know, you think about it. You I never sued did. the club too. I could have sued everybody. I could have yeah. sued the club, every fucking label that was there. I could have sued my label. I could have sued that fat fuck. I didn't do that. Do you regret that now? Now that he's like keeping money from your pockets? A little bit. <laughs> I ain't gonna front a little bit, but uh, my my inter- integrity and my ego says I did the right thing. Yeah, you know, and I th- I think I would have lost a little bit of that, and I'm a very prideful person, so I w- I wouldn't have been myself. Right. You, you, know? ever, you ever feel like? But uh, the game, the way it turned around, I see everybody suing each other. It's like this is fucking part of the game. Right. It's yeah. not part of my street it's game. Not how we came up, but it's definitely part of this fucking game. But did you ever feel like your pride, uh, you know, cut you short a little bit? Of course it did. Like it does every man. You know, you know, I do I do want to say this. Um can you and Joe But my pride being in the right place. I I Because I stand that. for something. I understand that. It's not like I'm 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 being prideful for being dumb or being an asshole because I'm I'm reminiscing too much on one thing. It's not that. Yeah. It's cause I love hip hop so much that I try. But it's when I get to a certain level, the same shit happens because it's so much behind closed doors. So my only gun is to put it out there. Yeah. So niggas can see the snake in the grass. Yeah. But it's been taken nowadays. It's like, oh, he hating. And he always deflects it because, he, like I said, he knows more powerful niggas than I know. And he knows how to move. But let me ask yeah. him, can you and Joe, I mean, obviously there's too much uh, um, issues to ever, like, say, hang out and fucking go for pizza. I told, I but said I'm this. saying, can you ever, yeah, I, I'm with you, but can you ever, like, you know, bury this hatchet? Where you're not, yeah, where he's not, fuck, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, we could bury the hatchet, right? In the middle of his fucking forehead. We could, de- we could definitely bury it. Okay. Nah, nah, but on the truth, for that's jokes. You know, I joke around like that, but at the end of the day, it's animosity because it's built up anger and it's built up betrayal, you right. know? And the betrayal, oh, it, it overshadows the anger. And that's why it's like, you know, you make songs, you make albums talking about loyalty and, and jealous ones envy. And this is you, dog. This is what you did to me. I'm saying all this, all these album shit. It's like you rubbing it in my face. These morals you don't have. I'm the proof of that. Because right. you had a real nigga, you real loyal nigga that stuck by the rules and stuck by the team, and you betrayed him. And I stood for that. You know what I'm saying so. When you do that to me, now it's like that you did it to a nigga. You know, you did it to Tony Sunshine. They probably did him worse, but he's. You could do that to a nigga like that. Right. You know, you could do a shit like that to what I'm getting. You can't do that to a nigga that really believes in things that that matter to to to, to a bigger scope. But it even happened with uh, Pun's family. I mean, they settled exactly. the lawsuit, so obviously they 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 had to be somewhat of course right of what they were fighting for. Of you course, know, they they just settled the lawsuit uh, for a couple million dollars. You know, of course, if, if Joe would like, if I would have sensed that Joe changed for real, and it could be a dialogue where we could talk about even intense subjects, I wouldn't sit down and talk with him. I would definitely have that talk. To him. You foresee, you but he would never be in my. But he would never be in my, in the realm of 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 understanding my truth. His whole shit is about lies. So he really believes those lies. Right. Yeah. So how can we have a dialogue when you talking some shit that you do? It's not. It's far from the truth. Right. But why is like somebody like you say Tony Sunshine has been screwed? Why is he not saying? Because he's not built like that. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Even with him going so hard to keep you from getting certain like jobs and stuff, how do you maintain? I still do my music, and it's, it's you know, to the grace of God, you know what I'm saying. It's still people that respect my music, so I still do little features in there with some of my fans out there. You know, with some people out there. I mean, it's hard to get a. a you like, getting any royalties from uh, 24K? Any ASCAP? It never came out. No, not that. I'm, any of the other 24K? songs that you did? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I still get, you know, some royalties for MOB Records when I did that yep. album. Yep. So I still get, you know, some of that. Um, and big shout out to MOB to this day, you know what I'm saying? I, of I course. Could, if that was the case, I would have been throwing them under the bus too, but it's just certain situations. I'm sure if you do an interview with them, they would tell you the situations we had to go through, even when we had money to pay people off. His relationships became a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people would take the money and just do half of the job or won't even take the money at all. Right. You know, so it was just that type of climbing up to the different levels. When we get to a certain level, you know, it's, it gets harder. Yeah. Because he has so much influence and, 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 and he knows people. Yeah, who no, has most influence. definitely. I know. I know. I know so that's how the black that goes in any yeah. that goes in any yeah. type of shit you know that you're dealing with, yeah. whether hip hop or just business or just anything. You know. You know. One thing I want I want to switch uh, lanes for a second. You know, Pum was always trying to prove himself. You know, yeah. is there any battles that you remember that maybe no one knows of or that you know that 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 maybe nobody ever heard? I mean, I know people ask you for stories all the time about Pun, but like you know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, not pun. Pun would once we're here, pun. They wouldn't even. I mean, they would probably join the cipher and all of that. Yeah. But it was just like, like pun. We don't matter who was there. You know, you seen them do ciphers with the cannabis of the world. The, yeah, you seen them big with L, DMX. Then he, then he of course, Big L and him just always go back and forth with it. Yeah, always, always, always back and forth. But you know, my brother was crazy, man. Yeah, you know, pun was crazy. He was advanced. He was like a fucking. Like a big L on steroids, lyrically, you know what I'm saying? That's why, because Big L was crazy. Like he, like to me, Big L was an extra crazy law finesse. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's where yeah. that his style came yeah, from yeah. to me. That I, I, I used to love law finesse. Law finesse is one of the top to yeah, me. Nasty. Yeah, finesse. and then Big L came out. He, you know, AG and Big yep, L. Yep, yep. The dumb niggas was like babies that just crazy with you know that took finesse style and took it to the next. Right. But then you put pun in that equation, like. You got G Rap, Finesse, you know, Big L, they won fucking Cypher. Yeah, forget like, it. It's, it's crazy. How true is uh, they say um, that um, Pun despised uh, Jay Z? Nah, you know how they nah. said that? They said that he, he despised. I, I seen, not saying it's true. I'm saying just from online shit, you see that they say. Pun, pun never hated. He Pun liked Jay Z a lot. He yeah. respected him as a lyricist. lyricist. He just, uh, we've been put in our head that he was pussy by the fat nigga, by Joe. Yeah. That we, you know, that it was what it was. What, what you know did you think saying? of when he signed with Rock Nation, Joe? I mean, I, I can't believe we're back on Joe. I it, you never get away from this guy. You but what did you, you think? Uh, what did you think about when he signed with Rock Nation <laughs> after knowing that this guy's telling you that this guy's pussy? They say it's business. Yeah, you know, I, 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 that's that's what it is. They say it's business. I guess it's dinero, Holmes. That's what they say it is. You know, I mean. uh so what do you got? You got some music uh, coming out soon or anything? You got some projects you're going to work on? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm working on my this album I've been working for a minute. It's called Missing Link. That's going to be my next album. Yeah. Um, do you plan to release it anytime soon? Yeah, but I just want to... I'm waiting for the... Like I said, man, when, when, when that business things... When the business avenues really get online, where it's like the capital's there to where it needs to be, the connections are there to where it needs to be, to be put out there in a broader sense and nowadays of course we got the internet and all of that but it can only get you so far Yeah, you know what I'm saying so we have to be it has to be a blueprint of how to get that money back Yeah, yeah. can't just be me putting out songs for free you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. and nowadays like I said it's a catch 22 with the internet yeah the only thing I would say is that with this new crowd of people that you know consume music man you know um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, giving them a little dessert to get to the entree, oh yeah, would, would definitely help. No, know? definitely. You know the mixtape is going to come sure, out. Sure. So the mixtape is there. That's the that's the little dessert. 
you know, not even dessert. That's the appetizer. Yeah. And then you get the entree with the missing sure, link. Sure. And then we might give you a nice little, you know, a fucking uh, paneel, the the the, the fucking uh, empanadas. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you, why did croquetas, croquetas? I know you. I know there's so many stories that you've told all over. Yeah. But Pitbull. He came at you on a song. That's right? the only reason. Why yeah. that bothered me? Why'd you two three piece? Did you? Did you why'd you three piece him? Like no, that? I didn't three piece. I gave him one. one you only hit him once. One, one shot. One and, shot. And he went down. No, he didn't go down. He started running. You know, um, he wasn't in his. Have atmosphere. you ever seen him again? Yeah, I've seen him in, the, in Miami actually, in a club out there. Everything cool. He sent me a shot. He sent me a shot of Hennessy. He but, yeah, a, I wouldn't drink that if he, I was he you. Threw, he threw it in the air. <laughs> Who knows what was in it? Could have been arsenic in that motherfucker. <laughs> I think we understand each other, but it was just more of a. But why did he come at you on? What song did he come at you on? Um, it's called uh, "Weakest Link," some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. It did something like that. Yeah, it bothered me. Why did he come at you? Because he was just uh, that was the the wave, I guess, of 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 the of the fuck Cuban Link campaign, and he caught me in the middle of that. Like you know, what I'm saying it's like a dude that's Cuban coming up, and he get one of my like sour relationships that I had with a dude and he lets that dude gas him up about me and he just comes out you know like just talking shit about me yeah. shit that he doesn't know nothing nothing about like, this dude don't know me plus you Cuban like you know what I'm saying like that, that's an extra dagger like I gotta see you yeah. you're gonna show me your Cuban side when I see you yeah. Yeah. you have to so that's what it was with him you know what I'm saying and, and it was just like he was just taking advantage in my mind of the yeah. situation so you could you know, do a publicity stunt to, to kick a nigga while he's down. Already. Sure, sure. Right. So that that's that's why I'm saying it, it got me more mad because of that. Because well, I got all this shit that I'm going on with this dude already. This Spanish nigga over here, fucking traitor. He was talking about got when you, you got cut, right? In the he said a lot of things. Yeah. He said a lot of things. But, but, but like out of nowhere, out of like left field. Really, like shit. He probably heard from another dude. He never, you know, he don't know me personally. So he must have had somebody else that was, you know, putting a battery in his pack, and. Maybe Joe was maybe in his ear saying shit to him. Yeah, he was yeah. around those same circles. I don't know what it was, but he decided to have enough cojones to really yeah, say yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So if you say things like that, you know, I'm going to have to, you know. Did you did you land one on him when you hit him? Yeah, no, I caught him. I caught him flush with a jaw. Not flush, flush with I caught him with a nice, you know, tie, uh, starter. Okay. With a starter kit. And then he bounced. Yeah, he yeah. He had pew, bodyguards pew. there. He had a little bodyguard. I don't even want to, you know, I didn't really want to, um, I don't like talking about that situation any longer because, uh, you know, Deep side, I'm, I'm inside. I'm proud of what he's done. Yeah, yeah sure. He what stuck he's with his own lane. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it was never, you know, he gave me the little. It was never an, a, a, you know, an apology. But I, I can't make, I can't, I can't expect an apology from a nigga I already punched in the face. Yeah. So once you put little, your hands on somebody, it's hard yeah, to ever yeah. uh, either you know, shoot go me back. the next five or say I'm sorry, my bad. Not even sorry, but I was wrong. And he yeah. did that already. He said I was wrong. So basically, you deserve that. Because, you know, we all take wins and losses. You know, we all do. I did, sure, too. Sure. Many times. You got to eat that. And sometimes you got to eat that. Sometimes you do got to eat that. You know? And, um, you know, to be, you know, in a powerful situation that he's in probably now. Because he's even bigger than Joe. Yeah. You know, you know in the Latin market and in the, in the big commercial yeah, side. Yeah, nice. This is, you so, know, forget you know, it. He's humongous. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not saying that. Because, because I'm, you know, I've seen a documentary of Latinos that made it to the top. It was on HBO. And he was the top dude wow. Wow. so when i saw that i was like damn man look and at the end of the day the scope is like he represented for cuba you know and uh he took his own lane he made people dance he did what the puffy did you know he took house music and he, he made it a field of hip-hop in that side you know what i'm saying he made people happy and dance to his music so i commend him on that you know he stuck to his lane 
And and that got to make you proud, especially for being a Cuban. Proud, now, but not too proud. You know. Now, now as wild <laughs> as you were, as we as we end up this. Oh, he's still wild. Well, he is still wild. He Let me tell you something. Wild. As we, uh, I'm not wild. Well, no. Yeah, you were wild, motherfucker. Fight recently, what you? Talking I ain't no fight. This love me. Who? Who, who I, started it? What fight? You. I kind of turned up. Yeah, I what fight? I wasn't what? turned up. I was just, you know, when you you be in situations and you and you say shit that. You get caught up because you got alcohol in your system and, and, and you freely forget. Was that a house party? No, I was in a bar, a local bar okay. in the Bronx. How do you know he got into a fight with Because it's on fucking everywhere. Uh, bro. <laughs> yeah, so I got snuff too, you know what I'm saying? I got nice little... Oh, okay, know. so you got you got yeah, two-piece. Two not piece. two-piece, one-piece. One one piece. Piece. Yeah, yeah, I got a nice one-piece though, nice. Like, no, I never, got, never <laughs> go to sleep, never. That's, <laughs> that's definitely a rule, never. Never go to sleep. If you go to sleep, it's a wrap. You know, so I, I, you know, I got caught off... off uh, you know, of point I was in, I was really talking to a dude that I had a problem with before, that I really gave him the business before. So I shouldn't have never even had my yeah. my, my motherfucking yeah, guards down. And I shouldn't even been telling him. It's like me trying to school this nigga. He's a younger dude, so I'm really trying to like give him a little. These kids is hard at it. Like in situation about yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in a wrong. It was, I was wrong because I was definitely drunk and I was off point and I was I was out of line even. Saying things like that, mm. not that I was saying malicious things for him. Like, I was, I was saying kill you, my truth, you, you know live. what I'm saying? My truths and shit, and that sparked something up. Where you know what I'm saying? He's he caught me. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah. nice catch. Hey, listen, is it squash still now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay. you know, we know we know people like we know people in between. Yeah, so he don't want to get that ugly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, you know, I de- no, it took me like seven days to to really uh, to calm down and look forward because in the beginning it's like. You know, you get ridiculed because, you know, that shit was, you know, after that, it was like that shit was put on World Star and things like that. So it's like always more malicious thing sure, than sure. just the snuff. Sure. It was like a whole fucking gang really trying to make me look bad. Yeah. So it could bring, you know, down the price of my brand. Sure. So it was like that shit bothered me more than the actual snuff. Right. Because I didn't really know I was in a snake pit in there. So that 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 just I blame all of that on my being naive to. To, to, to really the hate and and, and too me intoxicated. and too intoxicated and really really not liking myself after I seen myself on camera being that vulnerable and you see it from an angle where this nigga was sizing me up you, you don't and want I didn't even see it right. so that bothered me you know I don't never want to get caught up in that Co- situation again because I'm too real for that and I've represented too much real exactly. shit for me to get caught up in exactly. that so I take that in the chin wow. And sometimes you gotta wake up like that. Yeah, well, and that's well, all. At least you grew from it. It was yeah. you have your ups and your downs. You know, m- many people say about the the Jay Z uh, getting chased around the couch. I did. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen people say that's that's a not not a true story. Uh, it, it, they're always gonna deny what it. Well, that's one punch said, and I was there outside. Okay. I was outside, so I seen them when they really came out the room. So so, so unless Pun and Joe lied to me, so because okay. that was the story they both did tell me. You know that 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 pun and Joe chased uh, uh, Jay around the couch. Yeah, if they if they lied to me, I don't think my brother would lie to me. I don't know me. why. I don't know why they lied to you. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I was telling me. And I mean, Joe, if you ask him now, he's in a deal with Rock Nation. He's not gonna say if you heard him. They asked him. Flex said that. Flex said what happened in the night. Remember with Carbon? Yeah. That we had that 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 shit that happened with you know Rockefeller and TS. I explained it word for word what happened. Yeah. And yet, Joe, when Flex asked him, he said, Cuban Link is a liar. Don't ever believe what he said. And then in the same breath, he goes like, I was wrong back in the days. And I did a lot of things that I shouldn't have done. In the same breath, he goes there, but I'm a liar. I said the truth. But yet you go and you apologize so you could get that money. He had to backpedal a little bit. Right, because he he know if he seen, but maybe I don't know if he saw what I said, but. 
what I told him was the truth. Yeah. No, no real shit happened. It was just a, a regular brawl. Yeah. Nigga, I'm, I'm used to that. I, my whole career was about that. Yeah. So that's why I could tell you. I could give it as good as I, 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 I could take it. Now, now, even even when we uh, briefly because <clears throat> I want to wind this episode down, <clears throat> but briefly when we talk about TS and and Rock fighting that night, right. Jay wasn't even there that night. They were I didn't fighting. see him, but if um, he was there. He must have left without me seeing him. Yeah, but but did they squash that quick? Because I know, like I think Memphis or somebody hit somebody with a bottle. Of yeah, no, no, did, did y'all niggas squash niggas that quick afterwards? It wasn't that serious to us. Okay, it was serious because somebody was bleeding from our camp. Yeah. But then knowing the story afterwards, how, you know, we heard the story that the the the, 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 the TS affiliate um, started everything. Yeah. You know, it was just like, God damn, that's what happens when you start shit. You yeah. know, I've always been a fair dude. It's like you start something, my nigga, prepare for the consequences. Yeah. You start it. I'm ready to go all the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if I start something, but I have to have the truth by me. I can't be the one starting shit and then be a bully or acting like I want to start problems and then become a pussy. Sure, sure. I, I get it. I get you know what I'm saying? Get, I can't yeah. do that. So that's why if y'all see when I said it, I, can't ha- I cannot represent a lie like that and be tough. Yeah. yeah. I can't. Well, now, well, I, could, I, could, I could apologize for something I did, but now the next step is me having the power of that truth to come behind it. Right. If you start again with me. Yeah. That's the difference. What 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 do you what would keep peace for you? What would keep peace for Cuban League? Meaning, like, what do you want out of life now? I mean, you, you you're a loyal dude. Uh, you, 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 to me, like I said, you're underrated. There's a lot of people who say you're you're a nasty lyricist. Um, you know, you. but you've been fucked. You've been you've been screwed. You've been you know paused. But you know you've been you've been yeah, yeah, you've, no. been, you've been you've been you've been dude. You're a loyal dude who unfortunately uh, caught a bad hand. You know, but, but you know what? what? You, but, but now now you say all this shit that Joe you know about this and, and all these and it's all true stuff that you're saying that you know from from what you're saying. One hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, what do I mean, you just, what do you expect out of this? Like not meaning I here. Ex- I expect everybody about, to just you know what I'm saying at the end of the day take heed to the truth, man. Too much lies going on in this industry, and and this and and, and, and to tarnish, you know, something that uh, I know I'm part of, you know, saying a legacy that is a forbidden or untouched chapter in the terror mm-hmm. squad. Mm-hmm. So regardless how I might look at it, if I hate Joe or not, I don't hate him. You know what I'm saying? I just hate when the truth is not. I say the truth. Yeah. I don't have no problem with the truth. truth. Truth is not in style. You know, to me, it always is. Yeah. To a no, real, no, it is. To a it real is. nigga, it's always the truth is going to surpass the test, the test of time. Yeah. It's always. That's the only thing. Like I told you out there, I said, the only thing that gives me comfort in, 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 in representing my story and, you know, doing it the way I do is because even the oldest real story in the book, which is in the Bible, is the Jesus story. Mm-hmm. That at the end of the day, you could put it where it's just... You know, a dude came with a new formula and people was following him mm-hmm. because he represented something that meant something to those people. Mm. And the people just got, some people got mad because he came in the block with a new product that had people feeling happier. Mm. So now, you know, you, you even though he's in the truth by his, his heart being in the right place and trying to help people, you still gonna have them haters that's gonna stomp that man out because the business now I'm that man that's coming with the truth is fucking up the business. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's why the realest story ever. I could only relate it to my story, not to say ever, never that I'm Jesus or nothing, but no. it's an old story that happens every day. I get that. No, it's I'm a story that happens every day. It happens to a to a doctor. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, he probably makes that cure for AIDS. And then the pharmacies and the big big corporations will probably try to kill him because yeah. he's trying to give it for free. Right. Yeah. It's the same story. It just happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm just one of those dudes. And, and, and by telling the truth, I free myself yeah. of yeah. ever. Yeah ever being that well, continue smoker. to be free and continue to be blessed yeah, and, so it always... and, and and i tell you i wish you and and, and i know listen and and i wish you nothing but the best you know where could people find you on social what are you uh, um, on twitter ig i'm in uh cuban links okay okay uh, on twitter uh, and twitter uh i don't even use twitter like that okay <laughs> but you still we'll, we'll cuban links okay we'll uh, all the way around there. cuban links okay i'm there cuban links okay and facebook uh you already know um fuck facebook I okay. still be on that. I'm only playing. I'm only playing. Not I, as much, but yeah. I don't really like Facebook because everybody messenger shit is, is Messenger part of Facebook? Uh, Facebook message? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, so I'm part of that shit too. So you know, just um, uh, that's cok24k yahoo.com. So I'll be there. I'll be there, man. It's just you know, I take like life. You already know, man. I got kids, and yeah. and life takes a a toll when you're not really a hundred percent. So when you dedicate, you got to give this a hundred. And twenty percent when you do this music shit, and right. it takes away from your family because you really have to be grinding and sure. be out there and promoting the gr- and, yourself. And, and the grind doesn't stop, and you've been there, but yes. you know what? You have to do it again if you want. Yeah, you know that's the thing that sucks. Like it's like you're being familiar territories, right. and you're like, damn, I've done this already, but you still got to do it again. It never stops. Right. You know what I mean? And 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 I definitely wish you the best, and I really admire. But all I love this hip hop. I, 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 I love. I know. Music, I know you do, and I admire your loyalty, man. Real talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've been a I've been a dude uh, loyal, uh, gone away, and the person who I want to wait for didn't even take care of me shit like that yeah, so yeah. you know what i mean but That's people crazy. other people step up and see that shit and 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 you know unfortunately uh sometimes like i said you catch a bad hand you know what i want you to leave us but with, the bad hand is beautiful at the end man i like, know because you you like make, at the end of the day I, like, just like just like i told you the jesus story that he yeah. got you seen yeah. him you seen the passion of christ you seen the whipping he got you seen the, the torture he got you seen how many loved ones ran from him and you see how you know the ones that's closest to him set him up yeah. you see all of that yeah you know what I'm saying? You can relate that. At the end of the day, that story is always going to be told. Yeah. And that man will always be worshipped. Yeah. Man. Even after death. Crazy, so but crazy, always... cra- crazy, but true. And that's it. Yo, you know what? Um, <laughs> Pum was crazy. You were fucking crazy. Leave us with a story. It's a good crazy. Le- leave us with a story. You, you both street motherfuckers that didn't play around. <laughs> leave us with a story. Obviously, not incriminate yourself like, too, like these new dudes do in this uh, day and age, but... Leave us with a crazy story that uh, you can remember upon not playing around or you not playing around. Like some 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 shit. Oh, we was gonna fight one day. Really? Yeah, me and Pun was gonna fight. Real fight. Like we had arguments, but the stupidest fucking way of fighting though. This is not like a personal vendetta fight. It was, it was the dumbest shit ever. But I got mad, and he knew how to pluck my buttons. He knew okay. how to press my buttons. He knew okay. it. So yeah, that's before the music industry and all of that. Did um, Pun ever uh, prank a death? Did he prank a death one time? Yeah, yeah, with the quad. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Sunkiss was uh, up in uh, in the mountains and shit, in the Poconos, that we rented a house, and then he really fell, though. He really fell. He had blood in his lip, and all, but he was by a tree hanging off a branch. I don't know how the fuck he did that, but he faked his death because he, like, he heard us coming because mm-hmm. we was really looking for him. He got lost. He was behind us. So when we found him, he was like that. By the branch. Laying like he did? Like he was dead. He was like, two in, two in. We started getting nervous. Like, two yeah. in. who the fuck is going to bring your ass back, motherfucker? you too heavy for me and him to bring you back. Yeah. So my mom was like, how the fuck did this happen? And the motherfucker said, I got you, motherfucker. And he started just, he practiced it. Funny yeah. motherfucker. Pun yeah. is crazy. Yes. Yeah, so, so back to the fight, right? So it's a simple story. You know, a little kid. I was like, probably like, well, I was like 18. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Yeah, like 18. And there was this girl that that uh, liked me. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, and she was a black girl, right? Mm-hmm. So now, you know, I'm over here talking to girl, and she she liked me. She's infatuated by me, right? So, so I'm talking to her. You know, we just talking, kicking it, and I knew her. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kicking it, like you know what I'm saying, trying to set something up for later and all that. Out of nowhere, this nigga pun coming out of nowhere, and he goes. He don't like black girls. <laughs> Yo, he tells the girl that, right? But I, he, he, he don't know I know her like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? We grew up together, like me and sure. her. And, you know, she's a cutie. So I was trying to really do something. But he comes in and cocks block me like that, right? Yeah. So now I'm like, Yo, how you gonna say that? I took that personal. Yeah. I'm like, my nigga, you, you my nigga. Like, you don't say shit like that. He's like, come on, okay. you don't like black girls, this, that, that. So, I go, I, you know, I got embarrassed a little bit. So I told, I told, baby, I'll talk to you later, you know what I'm saying? He's talked to, yo, I argued with this nigga for three hours until it, t- it turned dark. <laughs> and he kept fucking with my buttons to go, because I know he, he just did it to cock block me. Because he probably liked it a little bit and he wanted to be there. Sure, sure. Yo, dude, this nigga, me and him, we went from that conversation to him saying, like, we, we used to go, like, war, war with shit. Like, he was, used to go deep into, like, like you wouldn't even understand how deep like arguing with a block of hearers but saying shit that really means shit like he would set that off he got me so tight I told him yo put your hands up mm. and he was like 450 400 450 at the time you know what I'm saying we wasn't in the rap world like that yet me I'm like 155 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like this put your, that's how mad he got me first time I ever what did he say to you when you said put your hands up he said he said come on nigga stop your bullshit I was like, I'm not fucking playing. I'm not fucking playing. Put your hands up. We're going to fight. Fuck that. Yeah, you you, you, like, you lost a piece of pussy because of him. Yeah, but it, it just... It, but it, no, no, yeah, because he's he not supposed to do that to me. First of all, you're my fucking brother. Yeah, you're not that's supposed, the code of the street. You're not supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? You're cock-blocking me for what, my nigga? You know, at the time you had your wife anyway. I know you did it just to fuck, fuck with me. <laughs> I know you did that to fuck with me. Yeah. But it was people around, and, and you know what I'm saying? That shit just bothered me that he did that. So anyway, that's the story. It's not that great, but it was... He's like, it's not that great. It's not that great. Cause... It's all good. Listen, we had a great episode, man. We went through the journey, man. And, and you know, like I said, it's, it, it has its uh, great moments. It has its low moments. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, you, you, you're still kicking. You're still out here, man. No, we still out here, man. Internet, listen, chilling. check for Cuban Link, man. And, and you know what? Listen, we're not going to do no I don't trust people this week. But make sure you fill up that hashtag, I don't trust people. I don't trust PPL on Twitter at the Premium P Show at Premium P at Miss Listen Knows. Let us know who or let us know who or what you don't trust. And like I always say, if ain't no fuck shit, we'll feature it on a, a future episode. Listen, Cuban. Yo, good looking. Blessings, bro. So dope. P- appreciate premium. Pre- appreciate premium. Premium interview, right here for real. <laughs> so, appreciate, you know. appreciate you joining us, man. Listen, check for the Cuban link. We'll see you next episode. Peace. Ciao. Cheer.